Welcome back to another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. A Actually, special edition. It's usually two welcomes, so it's welcome, welcome back to another episode of Demigod Chronicles. It is your boy, Asante Dyer, a.k.a. Demigod, and I am here with my beautiful peoples. The whole gang is here. Let's know we have a special edition today. Oh yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a special edition today. Jay put that goddamn phone away. He's, he's, he's back in flesh, people. <laughs> As you can see... He's uh, I, whatever. Today we are. If y'all if y'all hear like, like some moving around and shit in the back, we are in the same house. We we still in Christian spot, but we in a different location today. We in the living room because because tomorrow I gotta know tomorrow is my birthday, and today is just a good day, you know. So we we recording in the living room. It's a special episode. We're not doing a normal our normal. A normal thing. Or do yeah, right now. we're doing we're doing some different stuff today. Uh, today is going to be a a random miscellaneous episode. I guess we would call it, right? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So I am here with my co-host. We could go down the line. Hi guys, my name is Christian Lopez. Welcome to another Demigod Chronicles. Today is a special day. Uh, I'm excited to see what we pick out the hat. Uh, hope it's. Uh, Hopefully nothing too crazy, but uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Ha! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That man bad. back at it like a crack at it, man. Jay Wheeling back in the flesh, back from the COVID vibes. I don't want nobody had them vibes though. I don't wish that no on nobody, but you know what I'm saying I'm here, feeling a little treasy today. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You know what I'm saying it's my brother's birthday. Uh, tomorrow when y'all hear this, so yeah. Make sure y'all say happy birthday to him, too. I'm knocking all y'all out. This guy, Jay, is crazy. Yo, it's Alasia. You know, we here with my brother, man, for another episode. I'm excited. We got some interesting topics that I know I'd put. And mm. knowing my fellow brother, man, here, like to make things a little spicy. So we're going to see what's up today. Oh, uh, I think Jay likes stuff spicy. Jay's over here bullying me, y'all. So no, if no, you she hear us fighting, then she started. You guys know. Guys, they're, they're like they're like uh, two peas in a pod. Them too. Like, Whatever. They always fighting, mm-hmm. always clashing. They'll be right though. All right. So how is everybody doing? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was funny, Joe. Yeah, I'll leave that into it. Uh, how how's everybody doing? How's your week? Everything's good. Quiet, peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. How y'all feeling? I'm good. Jay. Wait, wait, wait. I got one question for you, bro. <laughs> Why is you wearing your sunglasses inside, bro? Why am I wearing sunglasses inside? Yes. Well. Santi sunglasses cool and Advil. Right huh? I said Santi look cool as hell right now, y'all. Last night was mad true. Sunglasses and Advil. Okay. I front, last night, my uh, my older brother, you know, he put together a little. A little, uh, little shindig for me. Uh, had a had a couple people at the crib. Had some food, some drinks. You know, some good vibes. And you know, the shade, the shades. Honestly, is just a part of my aura today. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even got a headache. Feeling just cool. Man, I'm just feeling cool, bro. Must so, you know, Twenty five vibes. I'm sorry. Feel me tomorrow. Big two five. Feel me. We Quarter spoke about it on a couple episodes ago. You know, this is living for two people, bro. So you feel me? It's me and my big bro. I got carry. Saying? I got carry my vibes. My aura got to be all the way up. You feel me? I'm and I, I honestly don't even really care too much about my birthday. 
Everybody was asking me, like, what I'm doing. Like, you asked me mad times, and I had I no did. plans. Uh, but, like, I just, I don't know. For, for me, birthdays is just, excuse me, sorry. For me, birthdays is just, you know, a time to just reflect. You know, just be happy about what I have and stuff like that. So, I think that's good. Yeah, I will be seeing him in a fire fit, though. Yeah, for me, I'm about to back some crazy shit out the bar. Y'all gonna see that. Chris, how you, how you feeling? How you doing? I feel phenomenal. Um, I feel great. It was a it was a fun week. I started writing an article in Spanish with one of my teachers, so we're, like, we're yeah, co-authoring it together. So that's gonna be interesting. But um, yeah, everything's been fun, man. Bro, just move forward. Life's good. Life's good. Absolutely, I cannot complain. Went to a whack ass party yesterday. I'm joking. I'm just fr- Chris is getting wiped in palm. That's yeah. a cap, cap. Chris cap. is getting white. Cap. Niggas, wow. Nah, but um, yeah. What's up? Uh, First off, I want to question Jay. He hasn't been here in a while. In a while. I we'll cut his hair off, people. Yeah, his hair's gone. My, my boy, the, the COVID stress. My boy got the got the middle school cut right now going. Had to. Jay, talk to the people, man. Catch him up, bro. We line you up, bro. Yeah. Shit. Uh, you said you want to line him up? Yeah, line you up, Jay. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. This week has been. I, f- I feel like, you know, the the goals I had coming in twenty twenty, it was you know a little bit pushed back. But now, you know, it's time to go get them now. You know what year it is, right? Tell me 2021. That's a fact. I'm a little, I'm a little sauce right now. I'm a little bit. Ain't no way. What? I'm a little bit. How? No. Bro, I haven't ate since like 9.30. He over here drinking this Hennessy. Y'all keep giving him this wine he got over here. Lightweight. That's all him. I want to tell him But listen. All right, look. You feel me? Back at work. You know what I'm saying? Um... Uh, Got back in touch with my dad, you know what I'm saying? That good to hear, Be straight, and I'm good, you know what I'm saying? And it's his birthday today, so happy birthday to my old man. Happy, happy birthday, birthday. you know what I'm saying? Happy birthday, T-Will. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, shit like that. That's good. That sounds like a phenomenal week, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm back, man. I mean, that's Go to Miami in two weeks. Miami? Who you going with? I'm going with uh, uh, one of my... One of, one of my longtime friends, he he happens to be, we talked about it before, happens to be an NFL player. But, um, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. flex? Mr. Mis, Mr. Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just keep it like that. That's it. For his birthday. Probably shouldn't put that out there. What? Well, I mean. You know, the Fed's watching. Yeah, Next right. thing you know, he's going to end up in trouble again. Oh. <laughs> it's the, the off-season. It's, it's what it is. Yeah. It's just keep, just keep, keep it up in social media. Yeah, you, you, right. uh, Go ahead, lay boogie. Lay boogie. Small head. You know what? You always got something right, smart I'm, to say. Oh no, for, yeah, I can't see a lady today, but she's extra bumpy right now. Yeah, I'm super cozy today. Because, you know, it's a little rainy day outside. I, was, I, was, I had a good week. Honestly, it was quiet. It was peaceful. Tranquila. Um, I spent a lot of time with my family, um, with some friends. And I just got kind of like connected back to like myself. And that's I feel good. good. That's good to hear. Yeah, like I feel good. I feel like I'm having like a reset. I'm like reading a lot more than I used to. And love to hear it. Working out, doing my yoga still. We love to hear it. The, the, positive, the positive vibes at DGC right now yes. is spectacular, okay? First off. And second off. I'm just, I, just, I just love seeing the growth, you know, with the, with the, my people, man. I mean, it's it's not even always about like a new venture or anything like that. It's just more so about like you know, 
like you said, you know, connecting with with your people, you getting some some nice tranquil times. I know you be having some, you know, some hectic, hectic. some hectic times and stuff like that. So it's like it's it's good to hectic. see you guys to be able to you know just relax or just tap into something that you don't you don't always get to tap into. Like Muy bien. Much love. Um, my week was cool. Worked on some massive stuff. Uh, worked out, started some new canvases. Um, I about to have some. Y'all gonna be excited for when y'all see when I give y'all y'all shirts. Came up with some fire designs. Our shirts. Yeah, the shirts. The shirts that came in, the blanks or whatever. We should get one way in a raffle. Huh? We one way in a raffle. Big facts. Yes. You do that? We Big facts. How do you want to do it? Ten dollar raffle. No, what? Not like that. Not a pay. Make people pay. Yeah. A free like raffle. Like a oh, see, like a shout out, shout out, shout out, yeah. that'd like, be interesting. I'm thinking like, about hey, money. Like, like put this tag, yeah. this on your story yeah. or something. DDC, you into the rap, you into the rap. Like three. I'm thinking about making money like or some shit. Which y'all better than me, sure. What is a ten dollar rap going to do? You know how how many followers we got? Two sixty. Okay, so you you a four for that. I mean, it's still. Bro, hit me off that. I'm it's, just saying, bro. No, I'm just you. You right. I'm it's thinking correct. about you right because it is a business. Yeah, but at the same fine. time, this is more so about appreciation than it is the dollar because, you, right. as you know, connections is more worth more than money. So you know, yeah. all that go over your head. Sometimes you just gotta make some connections and all I'm that. I'm about that to stuff. finish this. Do you, bro? Do you, bro? But um, I gotta say no more. Yeah. So you Damn. know, this week, this week was definitely a good week. Can't complain. I went down a rabbit hole and I started looking up research on the state of trust in society. And it turns out... Oh, wait, elaborate. Oh, so most people don't trust other people. So they did this study in 2019. And they're just asking citizens going around saying stuff like, you know, do you, do you have trust for other people? Do you think other people have trust in other people? Uh, do you think that low trust is having a negative effect on society? So they're just asking things like that. And like they found out that Americans really don't trust other people. So like... 79% of Americans that they asked said that far too little or too little people have confidence in each other. Uh, 70% said low trust in America makes it harder to solve our country's problems. 64% said the level of trust in each other is shrinking. So they're just asking things like that and, and they just found out that like Americans really don't trust each other mm-hmm. or they don't believe that like, like they don't believe like if I looked at Asante, I would just automatically assume he doesn't trust me. So, like, that's interesting to know, like, what kind of effect do you think that has on society, that everyone's walking around with this idea that I can't trust other people and other people don't trust me? Like, what do you think that does for our society? Tr- trusting, like, strangers, complete strangers, or just trusting, like, people you know? Yeah. In general, tr- strangers, people you know. I think I, that's that's taught. Like, you know, that's kind of, like, taught to us by our parents. Like, if we don't know the person, yeah, then we shouldn't trust them, I guess, mm-hmm. because you don't know other people's intentions. But at the same time, if you don't get to know a person, how can you trust them? Yeah. But, like, so, I, so what's your underlying assumption? Do you think people are born naturally good or people are born naturally evil? Good. Good. Definitely good. Good. So if you, if, if, so if you believe people are born naturally good, then why is there, like, such a hesitancy to, t- to trust other people? Because I think, like, just like how people are born good and whatever, whatever brings them up into the world, whether it be, like, the community around them, their parents, their family, mm-hmm. they see everything that's going on in the world and they decide what's what, what within their family, you know, like I, for us, when we were younger, if our family saw, you know, something with like a bunch of, we lived in Patterson, you know, 
shooting and all this stuff. They're like, you know, I, I, my mom, she wasn't like, right, I'm not going to buy you shooting games. I'm not going to buy you Grand Theft Auto or any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. That stuff is like right outside the door. So I don't want you practicing on a video game. So the same way how a kid in society can just play that game and it be a regular game to them, your family decides what they want to censor you from. So if your family is like, I guess, you know, the elders or whatever the case may be, if they passed on, you know, you're, you're not really able to trust people. That's going to trickle down throughout the family. So it's just going to be like an effect from like your parents telling you like, oh, from their past experience, this is what I experienced. So this is how you need to act versus like the actual world that we live in today. You feel me? I also feel this from our own experiences too. Like yeah. We experience things like as a kid, like when we're kids, we we're like really oblivious to things. So we just like everything's free. Like we can talk to like different people of different races and we won't think anything of it people of different genders or or you'll see things as a kid and not even think anything of it until yeah. you get older or until you experience something that's like okay now i understand why these adults say the things that they say yeah. because this is happening to me um and i think like we just hold on to little things um little things from like our our past that kind of like trigger us in our present that kind of like all right like this this situation is kind of similar even though it was like a little situation this is kind of like a bigger situation but it's kind of the same and Mm -hmm. this is how i'm gonna react like now i can't trust you or you know now i think you're gonna do the same person do the same thing that this person did yeah it's crazy because it only takes like one time yeah i feel like if one person stabs you in the back you automatically like all right yeah i don't want to feel that ever again so that you kind of get like real wary towards other people right it's like but if you think about it in a logical sense it's it's really illogical like just because one person hurt you doesn't mean that everyone else in the world's gonna hurt you yeah you know what i'm saying but it's uh it's definitely taught though like what asante said i think it's taught oh i think it's taught i think it's a taught behavior like you know your parents or whatever because i was you know growing up i was that type of kid that went up to anybody had a whole conversation with them Mm -hmm. and you know um i remember riding a bus with my grandma um i was like five six years old and i'm talking to you know i'm going up to people talking to people my grandma's having a heart attack like why why like she calling my uh you know my mom why is Jalen so friendly and you know my mom you know she sat me down and talked to me i was like I said, I was like five, six years old. Mm-hmm. She sat down and talked to me, and she's like, you know, you just can't walk up to anybody and just have a conversation with them yeah. because, you know, you just don't know, you know, what they might do. That's cap, yeah. You know yeah, yeah it's, so, it's crazy. Like, for me, like, to this day, my mom still is like, Christian, like, why are you so friendly? Why are you always talking to people? And, like, mom, like, not just gasping, like, you know how much opportunities and money I've made or, like, opportunities I've been exposed to by talking to strangers? Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, you're supposed to talk to strangers, like mm-hmm. especially if you're like my. I agree with you guys. Like my basis is, most people are good people, and most people want good for others. But if you are afraid that out of the one out of every hundred person you talk to is going to be evil person, so you're not going to talk to the other ninety nine because the one might be evil. Then how many things are you not allowing yourself to experience or open up to just because you're afraid of that one person? Exactly, and I don't understand. Like if you, especially if you use that like paradigm, like why doesn't that translate to the other one like why isn't it that just because this one person was nice to you doesn't mean the other 99 people's evil so the same way you can trust that Mm -hmm. and say like all right this person was nice to me there's other nice people Mm -hmm. you should be able to believe the fact that like i mean you you shouldn't think the fact that like oh just because one person was mean to me 
everyone else is mean. Yeah. Like you can know that you know there's nice people and there's other mean people. Yeah. Why why can't it just be that one mean person and other people are nice? I think people I think it's because people live in a survival mode, bro. Like mm-hmm. you live in a standpoint of like I gotta protect myself, I gotta survive, I gotta make it so like I can't take any chances. But like if you live in survival mode and you don't allow yourself to grow and expand, like for instance, if you wanna be wealthy, right? But the only people you know are people who aren't wealthy, then it's gonna be real difficult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to be a writer, you want to get into say you want to get into the music industry. You don't know you don't know anybody in the music industry. We're gonna go have to go meet people in the music industry. It's gonna be difficult to get into it. Absolutely. That's the same thing with anything. Art, mental health, finance doesn't matter. If you want to get into something but you don't know anybody in it, then how could you possibly do it without talking to strangers and going to meet people? Mm-hmm. So I think it's the it's just like I think there's a lot of things that we believe that aren't just are just bad beliefs and aren't true. And I think that's one of them. Like the whole concept of you shouldn't talk to strangers or like people aren't trustworthy because if people aren't trustworthy then that's like saying you yourself aren't trustworthy yeah if you have an assumption that people were born you or you have an assumption that you can't trust other people i think the only way you feel that way if you yourself aren't trustworthy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because you know what you do on a daily basis so like mm-hmm. why would you trust other people they're just like you like i heard dick gregory he was saying he goes you know why a lot of men are so protective of their daughters because they fear that, that their daughter's going to run into a guy just like them one day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoo! Play your skirts. That's a fact. And the, 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 the thing is, too, like, I don't I don't understand why people, like, try to, you know, ca- carry, carry, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's hard to explain. But it's like, all right, if, if, you're, if all the information you have, like, within, within your family, right, is... The, the the max amount of information that you that you can gra- grab because like it's what your parents learn and experience and all that stuff. So you're gonna tell me outside of your mom and your dad, mm-hmm. everything that Uncle Richie learned, you're only gonna learn what he's learned in his life because you don't want to go and speak to any outside people. Yeah. Imagine how many things your father taught you, which is a, it's a good amount of things that you yeah. know within your life. But think about how many things after, you know, leaving your parents like nest that you've learned from strangers. Other people, like, and, and that's the thing is, like, if you don't trust people, you can't get trustworthy information from them. Yeah. So imagine if the, your coaches in high school, they're the same people that they are now that you talk highly of, and your mentor, the same person that he is, to, that now he talks highly of. But because of the first interaction, you're just like, oh, I don't know you, I'm not going to trust you. Yeah. Everything you would have learned from them, you would have never gotten. Exactly. Just off that one bait, that one initial contact. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're kind of robbing yourself of experiences, like yeah. you said, information, monetary gains, like all these things, you're, you're robbing yourself of that because you don't want to, and you don't have to jump f- f- like face first into like meeting people and saying like, oh, I'm going to trust you with my bank account and my routing yeah, number right now. Like, yeah, that's, that's what the I was going to say. You like, feel me? Yeah. Okay, but at that point, is that trust built? Like for somebody to become like a mentor or like somebody super close to you, mm-hmm. I feel like at that point, your trust is like, you've gotten to a point where something has happened and mm-hmm. you're like, I fully, like, I can actually trust yeah. this person. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? I think at the same time, like, I know for me, it was a, you gotta be willing to trust somebody. Like, right. you gotta go with the standpoint of, like, sometimes I think it's a good standpoint to take in life. Not always. You gotta really judge the character of the person, things like that. But to say, I'm gonna trust you until you give me a reason not to. Not, I'm not gonna trust you until you give me a reason to trust you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, I think when you start off with, I'm going to trust you until you give me a reason not to, granted, you might run into some situations where it's like, uh, you need some bad people, but I think you got to get good at that too. Like, you got to be able to judge someone's character and be like, 
yeah, you don't move right. Yeah. Like, you make me feel uncomfortable. Like, something in me is telling me you're not mm-hmm. a good person and get away from them. But if you're around someone, you don't get those feelings, keep trusting them. And then eventually you're going to realize, okay, there's good, there's, that person is just a good person. But the more you would have been closed off, you kind of hold yourself out from like, yeah. really grabbing. Because I think way too much, especially in our community, I feel like the most, like, there's such a lack of trust for the person next to us, especially the person who's just like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just don't trust and it's, and, it's not good. Uh, as you know, DMX just passed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about that later in the episode, but definitely, you know. You can answer right now. Rest in peace yeah, to, to DMX. But uh, a influx of interviews and stuff has been coming out, you know, a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. since he's passed. And he has an interview that he did uh, with Drink Champs a few, like a month ago maybe, actually. And he was talking about how much energy it takes to not trust someone. He said to not trust someone, you have to like, you know, be looking around. You have to be one step ahead of them. Yeah. And then like, he said, you have to, he said, he said, you have to trust someone to be themselves. So don't yeah. trust them in the sense of like, all right, I'm going to give you all this information or I'm, or I'm going to give you something that I, you know, I value, whatever the case may be. You don't have to trust them in that sense, but mm-hmm. you know, trust them to be themselves just like you're going to be yourself. So if they're a fucked up person, eventually you need to trust the process of that their true colors is going to come out and they can't hide that forever. Yeah. So you trying to be like, oh, I don't know if this person's for me. Da, 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 da. Like that person's gonna show you eventually if they're for you or not. Yeah. And now you need to trust your processes of understanding people and the things that you've learned in your life. And like, all right, that person and like you know allow people to be themselves and to trust that and trust your processes mm-hmm. and like what you've learned in your life. And then you can pretty much have a good deduction of people through that instead of. I, and I, I I hate seeing it on the internet, bro. People who like oh. I'm low key. I don't trust anybody. I don't fuck with any. Like that's not a way to live life. And if that is, if that is how you are, I don't know why that's a trending thing. And like that, that whole demeanor is like supposed to be cool now. If cool. you're if you're a loner, if you're antisocial, there's some people who have those social cues that literally don't want to be like that. But you're using it as a thing to be like, oh yeah, I'm cool because I don't fuck with anybody. Meanwhile, like it's literally a human thing to want connection and to want community around you. So unless you're saying that you're not human, yeah, like it's, you know, it's that's that's a thing that like it's packaged within us. You ever heard the brother Drake saying his song? He goes, "I know a girl who latest, I know a girl who's crying out for help, but her latest her latest caption is leave me alone.' Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like you're saying, you're, we're all social animals. Like, so it's at a, on a deeper sense, it's impossible for you to want to be alone every single time. Like on a deeper sense, like yeah. you might want to at the moment, but like you're 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 human being. So like, and if you do feel those things, sometimes there's something wrong. There's something wrong. Yeah. So like, I see it a lot too on Twitter. People be like, yeah, I don't trust nobody. Guys, it's like, bro, like, relax. You trust people. You know why you trust people? <laughs> because, bro, when you get in a plane and to go fly your vacations, yeah. do you do you go press the the pilot? Nigga, you know how to fly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you don't press the pilot, right? So yeah. no. So like. You pick and choose when you go get your car and drive in it. You trust the engineers made it properly, right? Right. You feel me? So I think well, it's not true. You, know, you trust people, but like, hey, maybe you got stabbed in the back by a friend. But like, I think that goes back to what we talked to before about human nature. You got to get to a point where you do, like, there's, there's job skills, like the way you paint, the way you art, the way you deal with clients, the way you deal with uh, music and your clients as well work. That's work skills. There's also human being skills. Mm-hmm. You have to develop those. Yeah. So I have to know if I'm say I meet a stranger, I'm talking to someone for the first time. If he, if I'm having a conversation with a stranger, his shoulders are turned in a different way, his feet aren't facing me, and he's not making eye contact with me. The person doesn't want to talk to me. Yeah. I don't have to ask him that. I don't have to. I just know that. Mm-hmm. But now if I go have another person conversation with another person. The guy's 
smiling, eyes are squinted, he's looking at me in my eyes, he's face towards me, hip and toes are facing at me, he's open, he's moving his hands, having a conversation. That person wants to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And as a human being, you have to learn those skills and then you'll get yourself out of a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. I told you before, if you tell your friend good news and for a split second he frowns and smiles, mm-hmm. that person doesn't is hiding feelings about you. Mm-hmm. You gotta be. You have to know that. Yeah. But that's mm-hmm. part of being a human being. Like, so it's not that you can't trust people. You just gotta get your your interpersonal skills up. Know yeah. how to deal with people. Know, understand that's people. Dead. Read those cues. Yeah. I, I remember uh, I, you said it to me recently, but the first time I heard it, I, I forgot. I was talking to somebody. I think it was uh, one of my like history teachers, like in like middle school, and I was talking to him. I had my hands in my pocket. He's like, "Are you a confident person?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You closed off?" I was like, "No, not really." He was like, I can take your hands out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, when you're speaking to someone, mm-hmm. and I used to put my hands in my pocket because I know when I talk, I move my hands a lot. Yeah. So I didn't want to like do it a lot. So I was just trying to talk and like, be mm-hmm. calm. Yeah. But he was like that, just like within within itself, like because he was a detective for like thirty years. Yeah. And he was saying that like he studies people's body language. Like mm-hmm. if you're talking to somebody and you ask them a question and they look to their right, they're thinking. If they look to their left, they're trying to lie. But even like, like this, little stuff mm-hmm. like that. I say you're talking to someone, right? And say their hands are on the table. Right, and you ask them a question, and they've had their hands on the table the entire conversation. You ask them a question, all of a sudden they put their hands under the table. They're hiding something. Yeah. Hmm. But you gotta, you gotta first read their baseline emotion. So, like, say, like someone like Mo, mm-hmm. he always has his hands in his. Like, he's very calm like that. Yeah. So, that's fine because that's his base. But then when he takes his hand out of his pocket or something, you know, he's just getting animated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta be able to read someone's baseline emotion, like what do they do on a normal basis, mm-hmm. and then be aware of when it changes. Right. And then when it changes, like say someone's open, then you ask them a question, and all of a sudden they fold their legs up. Or they put do like this after you ask them a question, they weren't like that the whole time. Then you know something you said caused a change of here. You could be aware of that, you know what I'm saying? Even with something as simple as like holding hands, I learned this like a while ago. Like if you're a, if you're a person, when you hold someone's hand, that you don't like your thumb to be on the outside, then you're a person that you, you like to like be protected. Yeah. And if you're a person that, you know, you need to have your thumb on the outside, you're kind of like yeah. a person that you have to protect someone. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a bunch of little That's different things. Like, conflict, like, too. like, if you ever want to feel confident, just do this. Like, when you're talking, do stuff like this. I do it all the time. Like, I just do this just to, like, trigger my self-confidence. Because I know, like, if I have my hands out, bigger, like, even if you put your hand in your pocket, even if you put your hands in your pocket and have your thumbs out of your pocket... It displays confidence. Mm-hmm. So it's like stuff like that you gotta know. Nice. Even when like when you're giving speech, there's speech etiquette. Like you ever see speech? People give speech and they do this. Yeah. It's like, cause like this motion is like it's like you're getting a stern yeah. talking to. Yeah. I do this. So like when you're doing when you're doing like this with your hand, it's like you're not doing it to the people, but you're letting them know that I'm very stern on the topics that I'm talking on. So it's like healthcare. I'm going to get it down pat. Yeah. So it's like. You know, when you do things like that with your hand, it makes a person feel reassured. Like, oh, man, he's serious about healthcare. Yeah. Like, you know? There's some things like that. It's, like, it's good to, like, talk with your hands and draw things out and, like, yeah, yeah body language, bro. That's why I try to tell, I tell, That's dope. I tell people all the time, because, like, I don't know if you've ever been in an argument with someone in your life, and they're like, I didn't say that. They're always like, I didn't say that. Whenever you're arguing with someone and the only thing you can say is, I didn't say that, it's because you don't understand human, you don't understand communication. Like, you have a lack of communication skills. Because out of the whole 100% of communication, like, 7% is the words you say. Right. The majority of it, like, 80% is your body language. Because I can tell you no. I say no. 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 They all mean different things, but I use the same exact word. So words are, like, 7% of communication. Facts. The rest is your body language, and then the rest is your tone of voice. So when you're communicating with someone, pay more attention 
the tone in their voice and the way their body is. You know what I'm saying? And that'll give you more about how the person actually feels than the words they use. Because people can hide words very easily, but like the part of your brain that controls your body language and your tone is like a little, little older. So it's harder for people to do that, but it's very easy for you to control your language. It's, not, it's very hard for you to control your body language. Mm -hmm. Unless that person's like trained and has awareness of shit like that, but it's very rare yeah they have like acting exercises like that where it's like That's all they do all they do is say a and b mm -hmm. like they don't use actual words they say a and b and through body language they have a conversation ah uh, that's dope yeah yeah let's mm -hmm. try that one day yeah have a whole ab podcast mm -hmm. It's like these, these like people, YouTube, they, they, to they're gonna exit right out of that shit. I'm not listening to A and B for an hour and a half. But uh, Gary, get to our next um, segment is uh, current of the weeks. Current. Current of the weeks. Current of the week. I just mix current events. It's on He's the list, y'all. I'm cooling. Current events is our next topic. It's Alicia. Um. So. DMX passed away. RIP. This week. Um, he had a heart attack, I heard? Rest easy. Oh, he had an overdose. But I heard that was a rumor. I heard it wasn't true. I mean, this, this uh, is well, a bunch of shit. Yeah, I would say right now, whatever we report on, we can't speak in 100% confidence. Mm -hmm. From what we know, we obviously he had some you know complications with his, his health. Some people say he went to cardiac arrest. Some people say he overdosed. Some people say he went to cardiac arrest from overdose. We don't know. Um, we do know that you know his history and stuff like that, but I don't want to let that you know overshadow the type of person that he was. And like he was a really God fearing person. He was a uh, like a very open. I, I wasn't the biggest DMX fan, but I was very fond of his music and his aura and all the things that like he stood for because he made it. He made it kind of. I saw a tweet and I was like, "Yo, that's facts." Like, I really agree with it. I wish I give the person credit because I, I don't remember <laughs> and I, I didn't retweet it. But personal's like DMX was like the pinnacle of showing you how to like be tough and show your emotions at the same time. Like letting people know that it's okay to like still be yourself. Like he was, you know, his aura, the dog. He was Dark Man X. He was that that tough guy, but he still lets you know, like, bro, I got problems. Like I got demons. You know, like I have issues that I'm fighting with every day. Like he had. A whole bunch of stuff and he was open about everything that that everything like he's in his, his career he was transparent about so yeah you know um definitely prayers out to his family uh all his you know his fans Jalen, that was one of his biggest rappers uh one of his favorite rappers so i know you're gonna want to speak a little bit on it but definitely a tragic situation uh he was only 50 years old he was very young and uh yeah he, he lived a tough life man so that's know, crazy bro yeah I to die at 50 that's really young, bro. Like he had a he was he just hit like a little bit over the halfway mark. You know what I'm saying? He didn't even get to live out his full life, like all the great things he could have done yeah, with what another thirty years. Yeah. Crazy. And, and I think because like bro, I think I really think some people are just here to be vessels, bro. Like the things that he's experienced in his life, bro, was like so like his childhood growing like his documentary or whatever movie it is that they released him. It's gonna be nuts, bro. Yeah, that's his life crazy. story is really, really crazy, bro. He, yeah. Like from, like he was, n he was never put in the position to even get to the to being a millionaire. He was his whole life was like odds were against him from like being born type mm -hmm. shit. And the fact that he was able to make it through all that, make it through drug addiction, dealing drugs, doing all those things, and be able to create a movement, you know, be, start becoming a businessman, 
make music that like touched a whole generation, bro. Like that in itself, you know, just says like the type of person and like the perseverance he has. So much respect to him. Yeah, that's what um, I remember. Tupac said something. He was like, he said, "I might not be the person who changed the world, but I'm at least be the person who inspires the person who changes yeah. the world." So yeah, I think some people are here just to be a vessel. Like they might not do it directly, but I always I, I, I like well, after DMX, that's all the videos are just like of how many people he inspired or how many people he had an effect on. Some of those people, like even LeBron James, like he 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 impacted him. But LeBron James changing the world. Yeah. So I think there's just different. Like sometimes you just impact people. And I think and you being an inspiration to others, and then you encourage that little kid from Akron to be something in his life. And I think yeah. that's dope. Because honestly, to look at a situation like that and see how much dark is in someone's life and they still be able to come around and still be able to smile mm-hmm. still be able to be a happy person still be able yeah. to pray you know and just be that's like a, a God-fearing just open person bro like that's, that's gonna put a smile on anybody's face yeah, and that's bro. what we were talking about in the group chat when you put the two wolves and I was saying like I think people gotta also embrace the darkness in their life because I think the more you try to like hide it or like fight it off or don't accept it you're not you're not reaching your full potential like your full potential comes when you accept all the darkness in you, all the bad things you've been through, all the ugly qualities that you have, like yeah. that also that is the full you. Yeah. And the more you accept it and express it and try to find a new perspective to express it in, I think that's dope. Yeah. You know, but I think a lot of times people try to hide those things about themselves. Like they don't want to talk about the fact that they struggle with drugs. They don't want to talk about the fact that they drink too much. Like they just don't want to talk about those things. And like the more you don't talk about them, the more they grow inside you and can actually be a, a, a hindrance to your life. You yeah. know, because like. If you have if you have issues, you can hundred percent use it to your advantage. Like there's people, it's like ah, oh, I had a really bad day. Like, like I need an outlet, and they go, they'll go box, or they'll go paint, or they'll do something. Like you can have positive things that comes from negative things in your life. Yeah, for a fact. Most definitely. It's all about how how um how you view yourself coming out of those situations too. Like I feel like. Although he went through all that stuff, he always had, like, that positive mind, like, I'm going to get through it. Like, one way or another, I'm going to get through it. Like, he always he always was able to be, like, vulnerable and be able to be like, yeah, like, this happened to me. And I think that's what's honorable in a man because men don't show that side, like, of vulnerability or... Like, this is like, yeah, although I went through this, like, I still got through it, and it's okay if you go through these things. So, yeah, that's, like, that's, I'm not going to s- s- say DMX expired this platform, but I'm just saying, like, stories like that is the reason why I want to do something like this, because I know all of us have, have a very extraordinary um, upbringing and the things that we experience in life, and to be the people that we are today versus what we've been through like uh i seen something it was like it was like it was like thank god i don't look like i don't look like what i've been through mm-hmm. just, and like that that's just a testament to how strong we are as human beings and how we can you know push and for people to you know come around us and like we're never trying to be like you know a negative person or and i can say that for all of us mm-hmm. we're never trying to be a negative person like we're always honestly for most of us is that beacon for happiness for most people and these are people that's probably experiencing less pain and, and struggle than we are, you know? Mm-hmm. And to still, you know, bear our weight, deal with it in a positive manner and still be able to help other people and still be able to, you know, be an inspiration to other people. I think that's really important. 
to carry that in life. Yeah. That's nice. And the next topic is... So, guys, we <sighs> have this super sad case um, going on oh, right now. No. <sighs> the George Floyd case. And, um, you know... Um, I don't even know really where to start when it comes to this case because it's like some way, somehow, from how I see it, this is my perspective. So, um, you know, I see it as though they're just trying to, the opposite side, the cops or the, the whatever, is trying to find a way for him to look guilty, George Floyd, to justify what has been done to him. Um, on numerous cases, uh, me, in the morning, I like to listen to CNN. I just, like, throw it on the live on my phone. So they, like, play back things from, like, you know, the trial, whatever, because, to be honest, I can't sit there and listen to a trial like that. Like, it's frustrating. It's, like, heartbreaking. You see people's families. Like, it's just a whole big thing for me. So, um, from me hearing things, it's like they're blaming it on him saying that he was on drugs. That they found, like, drugs in his system and that's why um, things happened the way that they did. Or, um... He should have never had uh, fake money. Um, and they're just kind of trying to go around everything. But also, also, um, the chief of police did go on stand. And I threw this in the group chat to mm. the boys, too. The chief of police got on stand. Um, and he was kind of like, you know, saying none of what was done to George Floyd was in the procedures or in the books or whatever. And I kind of asked the boys, like, do you feel like that was a step to, like, you know, maybe their betterment of police officers? I, okay, me, I don't want to say I'm for the police or against the police. Um, I think it's very circumstantial how the police it's just that's a whole nother episode we can go into um but i did just want to bounce this idea off of them um like do you feel like him saying something or him trying to you know go against the police officer if that was a step to maybe a better direction and i got some Um, good ideas i i want to say it it is but at the same time how the, the after effects really judges that because there's been plenty of other cases where, you know, the, the police, whatever, uh, you know, forces behind whatever officer that, you know, made it whatever infraction that they denounced whatever he did and he still just got a suspension or he still just got, you know, leave or he got to resign or whatever the case may be. And it's like, if you're going to denounce what they're doing and you're going to take immediate, effective and appropriate action then yes, it's a step in the right way. If I'm going to say, I don't approve of what Christian does, and I'm just going to let Christian do whatever he still does that I don't approve of, and he's under my jurisdiction, then I can't say it's a, it's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Can you repeat the question one more time? So the question is, um, do you feel like the chief of police 
mm-hmm. him going on stand and saying the uh, what happened to George Floyd was not a part of procedure like that had like that was not a part of any kind of training mm-hmm. they don't understand like why that was done mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. um, if that was a step in the right direction for like the betterment of the police officers yeah I think so I think it was also a betterment for their for their image Cause mm-hmm. I think um, I think this is bigger than just like like George Floyd is gonna be like a catalyst to a lot of bigger things. This whole case Absolutely. in general, because at the end of the day, like whoever saw that video, whether you were American or not American, or went around the world, I got Spanish to talk about the video. Like, right? It was clear for the human eye, like whatever happened in that video was wrong. You feel Absolutely. me? So if as a chief of police, if you can't say what everyone else already knows, then we lose trust in you. We lose faith in you as a person. And right now, in the state of police and the and the relations they have with society in America right now, they have to do something, because it's not like you. It's not. It's not at a point where you could where people are just like, oh, there's people who have never had an instance with the police are starting to believe the police are terrible. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even you don't, you don't even need to have an experience with the cops for people to be like, and eh, there might be a little something. American policing needs work. The mentality, you know. What I mean, I just saw a video the other day, of like to some some the uh, uh, ex vet. vet. Well, yeah, they pulled him uh, over and they're spraying his guy in the face. Me, yeah. And he's literally the entire time asking them, why am I being pulled over? Not even asking. Well, why am I in being uniform? I didn't oh, even see. Why am I being, why am I being stopped? And if you, as a cop, and I was just how I was taught, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily from my parents, but the way I understand the system. You guys are civil servers. You guys are get paid by our tax dollars. You guys are here to serve the people. We're not here to serve you. You're here to re- protect us. So if, if someone is telling you, hey, you, you, it's clear to know why you'd be scared to step out of the car where you're black and cops are pointing guns at you. Like, both like, both arms out of the car, bro. Like, hey, I'm, I'm like, scared to step out. Hey, can you, can you tell me why I'm being arrested? And you, as my civil server, feel you don't have to answer, answer to me when I'm your boss, in a sense. You're, my, you're serving me. I'm paying your... your, your dollar your salary right so in a sense and you feel like you're above me and you don't have to answer a simple question like why am i being arrested why am i being detained and clearly he knows his rights the guys he knows so he knows he's in his right to ask those questions and just for the fact that nothing even crosses their mind with their body cameras on that they're doing anything wrong repeated remind you that's they're probably gonna say that's out of protocol because he's repeatedly pepper spraying the dude he sprayed him like three four times Mm -hmm. throughout the video the dude, he told him to take off his seatbelt. Dude's like, I'm not reaching for my waist. Can you take my seatbelt off? His partner wants to go do it. The other cops like, don't touch him. Because you know what? Because like, and you got to think like this. What if, what if he reaches for a seatbelt with someone pointing a gun at you, right? I, I reach for my seatbelt. Oh it's black. Something black comes up and you shoot me. That's oh, I thought he would pull up a gun. No, I was taking my seatbelt off. Yeah. And it's like, and what gets me too sometimes, I go on Twitter and I read the comments. And I'm just seeing people say things. It's like. How could you think that way? Like, mm-hmm. who do you? And that goes back to my thing where, like, do you think people are naturally good or think are patching in the bad? Right. I think some people. I'm not gonna say demographic. I think some people have this opinion that black people are naturally bad. Hell I think, yeah. I, I think they believe Hell that. Yeah. And it's like that's foolish. Like, yeah. That's, and it's but, a talk. It's and a talk. People yeah. believe that, like, to the core of their heart, that mm-hmm. oh, most black people, they're like they're bad people, and that like there's good ones, but. As a whole, they're just naturally born bad. I think people think that's stupid. Like, 
know, excuse yeah. me, like people think that, like, and it's just dumb. Like, how could yeah. you? Uh, we're yeah. human beings, just like you are human beings. We wake up, we brush our teeth, we shower, wash our hair. Like, we're just like you. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm curious to hear your point of view, being that you're black, one, and two, the son of a police officer. Um, me, um, I'm gonna I'm touch back. I'm gonna touch on the the cops, the cop shit. Um, the hiring of cops. It goes. I th- I think it really goes all the way back to just hiring hire, hiring cops. Stop stop hiring cops that are that are you know born and raised in a different type of town, and then you know you hire them as a cop in the hood. They not. They're scared. Yeah. They don't know how to you know interact with you know me Chris or Shanti. Like not not to say not to say we from the hood, but they don't know how to interact with us because they're used to you know wherever they come from. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, you know a a, a guy from Wyckoff. Why would you hire him as a Patterson cop? It's terrifying. His whole he's life. Freaking right? scared, bro. He just said if he comes from a family where he has that that yeah. misconception that black people are bad. Exactly. If you're like, hey, excuse me, asking for direction. He might we'll back up. Like exactly. You know? you know what I'm saying? So like you know, and that you know that that situation. I mean that problem goes all the way back to that. But then again, we have to think about ourselves as a as a community. We have to go out and go get those jobs. We have to go out, you know, and 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 apply for those type of jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we 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 you know we're we're saying all oh, all cops are bad. Go change it then. Yeah. You from Patterson, and you know you're you know you're you're not brought up in that life. You know what I'm saying? Or you trying to change your life? Go. Go, go be a cop. Go be a firefighter. It don't even matter. Just go be that and be the change. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, back in 2018, Asante knows that I was about to be a cop. I was one interview away from being a cop. Mm-hmm. Like, dead ass. So, and I was going, and I was in Plainfield. I grew up down there. So, I know, basically knew, you know, everybody. But my mindset going into that shit was be the change. Mm-hmm. Be that person. Be that cop that... Everybody knows to be, okay, you know, Officer Wheeler, he's a great person, but he don't play. We're not going to play about him. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that every, you know, all the new cops that are coming in that are trying to be the change, they should take that mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, of course, do right. You you have to do right, but don't, don't be, you know, don't get played with. Cause yeah. a lot of kids, cause a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? They think you a cop out when you become a cop. Mm-hmm. You a cop out. Cause the thing is too, like I, I hear people that be like, like me personally, I said I've said it before. I know that for a fact. I was like, well, if I was a police officer, I'd want to like work in a different district just so I can go home and not have to see like if I lock somebody up, I don't want to see them on my way home or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Just as like uh, a safety net to me and my family, just yeah. that I'm not in the same community as yeah. people. But at the same time. If you are in the, I think that's the that's the main reason why it should be the people from the community. Because if you're if you're a police officer and you're serving the community that you live in and you want bullshit, they know where you at. Yeah. They know where your family at. So I they think it's gonna stupid. put more pressure on the police officer to do his job. Right. If he's doing, if, if someone stopped, right, or someone gets stopped and they got drugs, guns, whatever the case may be, they get arrested for it, murder, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you have to understand. At the end of the day, some people do and some people don't. But if if you're gonna if you're willing to go hurt someone in their family for doing their job mm-hmm. and you're the one acting outside of the law, yeah, then I don't like you're not even taking uh you're not even taking account for your own actions. Yeah. But if it's a cop, he's doing bullshit, you know, he's 
spinning the block and he's just, you know, bothering the kids on the corner, telling you, get off the basketball court. And I've dealt with police officers like that. Yeah. And like, uh, my, my, my uncle, he's a police officer. He was a police officer in Patterson. He left Patterson because it was a cop who was like abusing his power. He wasn't even from Patterson. Like he took a kid off the corner and beat the kid bloody and just let him go for no reason. Like, so it's like, bro, if you're, if you're gonna, if you're beating him up or you're not taking him in, what was the point of you even, like you didn't do anything but put fear in that black child's heart and whatever monster was inside of him that he might've already been dealing with against police officers, you just mm-hmm. fed that shit. Like, exactly. so it's like, bro, you gotta, you gotta be mindful with the things that you're doing. Yeah. You know, being, you gotta, you know, talking, talking from my father's experience, he told me a lot of stories and these past few years, um, he's introduced me to a lot of people and, um, as y'all know, like he owned a lounge or whatever. So mm-hmm. while in there, he introduced me. I want to say if I'm counting, if I'm counting correctly, maybe like four killers. Mm-hmm. Now, where I'm going with this is because I intru- I introduced to him, and he like, oh you, oh this your son Wheeler? All right, bet yo, whatever you need, little brother, let me know. It's a stone. I I mean at the time I didn't know it was a killer. My father will drive home, or you know he'll call me the next day, be like, yo, you know what that was. That was, that's a straight killer. Like, he just beat two bodies. I'm like, how you know him? Man, you be, a, you know what I'm saying? You be a good be a good cop, you know, in the jail. They're going to show you love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, like, that right there, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Because you're not abusing your power. You're not abusing. It's about, yeah, I think it's, um, and I think it goes back to what we said earlier. I, I truly believe, too, that most cops are good people. Like, I, I wouldn't sit here and say it's, like, majority of them are bad cops. I don't believe that, personally. I just think that since they do have so much power, is that when there's a bad apple, it's amplified times a hundred. Because like in that profession, there's no room for bad people. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no room for a bad cop because it's like it's not like a customer service. That's what I'm saying. It's not yeah. it's not like you're a bad customer. Gosh, you got me on the phone for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when you're a bad cop and you have a gun on your hip and you have power, you have a union, you have this blue shield, whatever they call it, this blue wall, whatever. So it's like, if you want to be a good cop, it's very easy. But like, I don't think most, I think most cops are good people who actually want to see their community safer. Yeah. But when you have someone like, what's this guy who, the cop's name? Chauvin. Yeah, whatever. Chauvin. You know, or, or you have fake cops like George Zimmerman. Like, those people like, bro. I still don't know why he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that, but I still don't know why. The streets is dead. you don't have me fainting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, I don't know, bro. And yeah. I think, um, but... I, I think I've told you guys off camera before, like, but if, if people really wanted to see a change, and I heard that shit from Dick Gregory, bro, all it would take is people finding the top companies that fund police officers in America or who really push law and order in America, who really push that message to top companies. I think Chick-fil-A is one of them. Don't buy anything from those companies from, goddamn, when does Black Friday start? November? Yeah. Uh-huh. So let's even go from October to, to February. Don't spend a dollar at any of those companies. Mm. Bro, you know how fast? Cause think about that. You got Thanksgiving, you got Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then Christmas holidays. You know how much money gets spent in America for, from those time periods? Mm-hmm. Just don't spend money on those companies no more. New Year's too. And, and tell them, those clothing and tell them, and tell them, yo, we're not gonna spend the diamond in these companies until you reform, until things that we want changed are changed, and we're not gonna spend no more money with you. That's the same thing. What happened with the boycotts? There wasn't so much that the civil rights movement. There wasn't the protest like that. That was important. Seeing people, seeing high schoolers on TV get beat, that was very important to the way America viewed things. Mm. But the fact that they stopped, they weren't taking the bus no more. 
If we got to sit in the back, we're not, we're going to walk. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, we're going to stop this. This, <laughs> this has to stop. We need the money. We're not going out of business. Yeah. Let them sit where they want to sit. Yeah. It's going to be the same thing with everything else. Stop spending your money at these places, at these companies. Buy more Master Studio stuff. And, and things will get better. You know what I'm saying? But people don't. And that goes to, it's a quote from uh, the movie Notorious. When Biggie, when, uh, what was it? I think Diddy said, you know, we can't change the world unless we change ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's that's a big thing. You know, like, if, y'all, if y'all really want to change, if, you know, us, we really want to change, we got to change ourselves first. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We got to look in the mirror and change ourselves for real, for real. Snaps. Moving on to y'all favorite segment each week, Song of the Week. DJ J is back in the building, and you know he got a DMX banging for us this week. We got to pay tribute to Dark Man X. You already know. Alright. Now I'm in there, sit back and look at what it took for me to get there. First came the ball, the drama with my mama. She got on some flash, so I split and said that I'ma be that seed that doesn't need much to succeed. Strapped with mad greed, a heart that doesn't bleed. I'm ready for the world, or at least I thought I was. Bagging when I caught a bus, I'm thinking about how short I was. Going too fast. Alright, that was your song of the week. That was Slipping by the late great DMX. Yeah, man. Uh, I just want to go into briefly how much DMX meant to me. Um, I remember I was like maybe like four or five years old, uh, riding around with my uncle in his green Chevrolet Trailblazer. Um, riding around, I'm asking him like, "Hey, D, put on some, uh, put on some DMX." Um, riding around, you know, rapping, you know, word for word to his songs. And uh, shout out my uncle because he ain't, he, ain't, he ain't yell at me for cursing or whatever. Mind you, I was four or five <laughs> years old, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, you know, at that time, I didn't, I wasn't, you know, trying to figure out what he was really talking about. But over time, you know, growing up where I was, you know, still listening to DMX and everything like that. A lot of his music, I felt a lot of his music. I never related to a lot of his music, but I felt it. Um, he painted a lot of pictures, um, and him, him being just one of the first albums I bought as a five-year-old kid, and me listening to uh, "Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood" from the front to the back, over and over again, and me being twenty-five years old, still appreciating his music. You know that death when he passed away was hard. I was quiet. I was quiet at lunch. I was at lunch actually when it came up. I was quiet. She was thinking like, "Yo, you know what's wrong?" I was like, "Man, DMX died," and then everybody was like, "Oh shit!" But I was just quiet, you know, because you know he impacted me a lot. Like that was my my first. Other than Bow Wow, he was like my <laughs> he was like my first. <laughs> he was he, he he was my first like rapper like who I like really you know looked up to at a young age, so, yeah, shout out my uncle, my uncle Damien, too, you know what I'm saying, he, he introduced me to DMX, shout out, um, Bow Wow, you top five? Um, do that? 
I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Bow Wow is in my top, like, top, impactful top, people. Top, top, no, 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 he's asking. Bow top wow. five rappers? Yes. Yeah. Please don't say yes, bro. Artists? Definitely. Oh, not rappers. God. That's not what he's asking. Bro, bro no. Rappers, no. Artists, artists, no. I mean, I mean, artists, yes. Rappers, like, actually, like, artists? Yes. Like, yes. Like, the. the don't act, play Bow Wow, bro. The, the act of making music. Bow Wow's in your top five. Chris. Of all time. Don't act like he ain't had you hugging yourself with Let Me Hold You Down. Maybe not Chris. I like to speak. <laughs> the rest of us, yeah. Not Chris. Bro. Bro. Bow Wow. Yes. Top five all Let's time. Artists. Of my time, yes. My both time. Of your, your list. My time, of uh, course. Oh, you guys are the same age. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But for me, like, I, I literally did with, with everything that Bow Wow did. From hair to dressing. I did everything. But bro, did. top five? Artists, yes. Like, you know, Kanye make music too, right? I wasn't Jay Z. Kanye was yeah. Jay Z's in my and top Kendrick, five rapper. And J. Cole and DMX and Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. But I, I got my top five artists of all time is Ja Rule and J- Bow Wow's in there. Right. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> he said Ja Rule. Yeah, you might I'm talking about music though. We hear you, bro. Ja Rule had like a, a good three year run. No. Whoa. And if it wasn't for Ashanti, we might not have that same run, I mean. We saw what Fifty did to him. Mm. Haven't heard from him since. Oh, you know, you know how you, know you don't got that much fans. When Fifty could buy all your front row tickets and the show sound empty. Bro, Jeez. you're talking about twenty years later. Fifty could do a show right now, and, and that show would be. Of course, Fifty. Fifty's in my top five too. Bro, bro, you already named four. No, I named three. Oh my fault. You're right. Who else? Um. X? No, you named four. You said DMX, X, X. Bow Wow, Job Rule, and 50. That's and my he artist. Said, he said and Jay-Z. Too. So, yeah, that's five. There you go. Bro, how can you have Job Rule and Bow Wow in the same conversation? Because those are, the people, those are the people I I grew up, like, actually, like, listening to, bro. Like, All right, that ass. It. I'm going to drop it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Bow Wow. Yeah. Just yeah wanna, it's one, that's say, bro. Say, just say, it's I want to hear you say it one more time. I want to hear you say it one more time. Bow Wow's in my top five. Bow Wow's in my top five. Artists of all time. All right, moving on uh, to the... Well, before we do that, I missed something in the first segment. Weekly hypothetical. I actually don't like this. It's an easy one this week, okay? Okay. okay. It's easy. Okay. All right, Ooh. so... Yes, all right. No, it's on camera. Though. We'll get it later. Yeah, call HR. But um, let's say thirty years in the future, right? Mm-hmm. You wake up. You're thirty years in the future. There's a computer in front of you. Okay. You can Google search anything, including yourself. Mm-hmm. You can Google search anything. Mm-hmm. What are you searching? Time out. What the question? Did I just wake up thirty years in the future and have it live the past thirty years? No, no. You like you. All right. So you you were. You were you were put thirty years in the future, like, so you, but your future self is still. So we've been in okay, the time but I, I just, so I don't. So basically, when I wake up that day, I'm just I wake up, I go to sleep myself, wake up thirty years older. No, no, no. no. All right, so are we in a time machine? Yes, you time oh, travel. Oh, so I'm gonna wake up myself, but thirty years in the future. Yeah, I'm cool so, with myself. So, Huh? Exactly. I'm good with myself. Exactly, bro. I'm good with myself. Okay, so. Y'all so yeah, no, yeah, didn't hear the question. Like, There's a computer in front of you, I'm saying. Uh huh. You, can, you said you're Googling yourself? 100%. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Me too. But what about yourself? I know I've done some shit. I'm going to be... I'm yeah, gonna I probably... Yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm definitely, like 30 my, years from now? Yeah. I'm a, I'm probably, you got to Google I'm, something specific. I, I probably got the top five best uh, uh, record label to ever have in the music history. Yeah, 30 years from now? I'm going to be up there. I'm, I'm, I'm up there with Bad Boy, Rough Riders, 
Um, so what death are you, row. What are you gonna Google about just Christian Lopez? Are you gonna Google where you live? Are you gonna Google your nope. network? No, I'm Google Googling. No, no, no. If it's about yourself, it has to be specific. Christian Brian Lopez's greatest accomplishments. Then your accomplishments, okay? I'm I'm Google. I'm Googling my record label. Huh? I'm Googling my articles, like Elijah, like Elijah Walker's, like published articles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Type thing. I'm Googling my regular OnlyFans. Okay. Hey yo. Okay. Somebody kick him out. No, I'm only joking. I don't got one of those. But I'm I'm a I'm a Google. Somebody kick him out. <laughs> she says she says somebody kick him out. I'm a I'm a Google this podcast. Okay. That's smart. We're we gonna, we gonna be on episode ten thousand and thirty-three. Facts. Drilling shit, you heard? We're gonna be talking about grandkids. We're gonna be talking about grandkids at that time. Oh yeah, we're gonna be like fifty. Yeah. I'm gonna Everybody be like knows. the cool auntie. We got, you know. No, you're not. Yeah, talking about that. No, you're not. That's crazy. I'm gonna be no cool auntie. All right. Cool moving but in. Mean rich auntie. That's right. <laughs> moving on. Moving in. We ain't moving in nowhere. But moving on to the main part of the show, the meat and the potatoes. All right. Um, this week is different. We don't have a topic. All right. We had our meeting. We were like, "Yo, what y'all want to do this week?" I don't even remember who threw this out, but it was you. Chris said it jokingly, but the shit actually stuck. So we're like, let's just throw a bunch of topics and questions and ideas in the hat, and we are gonna pull them out one by one. Pause. And you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how many, I don't know how many we gonna do. There's a bunch in there. There's, I would say, like over twenty. Right. Yes. Yeah, oh, Alicia showing the people on camera. See that hat though. I know this hat is actually fire. Right. Shout out to H and M too. Right, we not shouting H and M out. I need to return the hat though. Yeah, that's my dash. <laughs> I bought that shit. Is the uncle remember that gave you the hat? I don't know. I like a real Cuban that day, bro. People are like, I didn't have to tell people like you're a Cuban today. You like, yeah, my last name is Lopez. They're like, yeah, right. You're like, no, my last name is literally Lopez. <laughs> um, all right, so we pull we pull in a bunch of stuff out of the hat. Uh, however. However, they come in, in, in order. That's how we're going to answer it. It may seem some stuff going to be deep. Some stuff going to be heavy. And then some stuff going to be lighthearted. So we're going to figure it out. Can we going. guess first before the person says who who's it is? Can we guess yes. who's it is? Yeah, yeah. Yes. we can guess who's it is. All right, so all four of us obviously wrote topics in there. We yeah. put a 15-minute timer and we wrote down as many topics as we could. Ripped them all up. I only wrote four, y'all. So all right. why are you going to say? All right. You got more than four, yeah. Right. I definitely did. Row four. All right, whatever. All right, so the first, the first one, drum roll. Remember which one? Alicia picked the first one. Well, you're gonna know if I wrote it because you can see my handwriting. I wrote, I wrote specific. Okay. Yeah, you write in Comic Sans. Next thing. Are you ready? Yeah. Art and self-expression. Mm. Definitely you. Yes, Santi. That's definitely not mine. I think I wrote that one. Definitely, Chris. Yeah, I can tell by here. I wrote that one. Yeah. Art and self-expression. Yeah. Alasia's and Chris, Chris are ripped specifically too. But I'm still gonna guess. We're still gonna guess. Alasia, you cover them up, so we can't see the the handwriting. So we guess Alasia. Yeah. What about art and self-expression? So what I meant by the question was art and self-expression in the sense like I remember you said before like art isn't just like what you draw or what you do, so like. Since, since I've been like writing articles recently and like I'm doing things with my teacher and I've been just doing all this stuff with art, it's made me feel good, like or just a way of expressing myself and like when I when I sit and think I get like these like visions of like, yo, I think it should look this way, like I should add this to it. Or, like, and I can really see like me having a vision in my head and then expressing that on like a piece of paper, or expressing that in a video. So like, I wanted to see like for us to talk about like 
how do you guys feel about just artwork and like how you have visions and you get to express it on something like if it's a video if it's a canvas it's art you're speaking just any type of art like how does that make you guys feel self-expression i'll go first um that's why i wish i could rap or sing you know because i, re I really want to like express myself in that way mm -hmm. um because like you know it's a with me it's a you know it's a lot of things that's going on and i just just feel like i could really lay it down on the track you know what i'm saying but i can't i mean you can you i can you I, I can't write no i don't like that's the thing bro I, the thing. I, I write i write poetry and easily i i could teach myself how to rap 100 yeah. 100%. Yeah. I need. I need to call. I need. I think I need to call my my big cousin. I'm saying, bro. Back in lessons. If I you think want, you bro. need to tap into yourself. Um, come on, CeeLo. Why you be doubting my my, my boss? I was, I was gonna feed into it. CeeLo, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. See, hey, Chris, Chris, we gonna we gonna bring it to a studio very soon, bro. It's okay. coming. That's it. It's coming. Did you see Cipher? No, but yeah, like, I, like, I wish, I wish I could really like rap and just express myself because I really think I could, you know, touch I billboards. Just, no cap. Give me a quick sixteen. No, I really. Can't All right, do that. I got, I got to be lit to do that. <laughs> Next person, art and self-expression, I think is really important, uh, especially for mental health aspects, mm -hmm. because, like I said, art is not just putting, you know, paintbrush to to canvas. It's not just whatever you know people think that art is art is everything um this little girls that do the little the little jelly bracelets mm -hmm. that's art that's expression i'll see little girls that have like the arm full of full of those things like she's expressing herself uh you'll see the guy in the park where he's sitting there and he's like you know doing ash sketches and stuff like that that's art this is a person who you know they might find enjoyment in finding like different type of rocks and emeralds and stuff like that like that's a form of art and expression so I think it's important just because it's an outlet one, and two, it's a just a way of like putting your stamp on the world. I think. Yeah. Like just getting dressed, whether you put, and if I I will say this, if you put if you put your your cereal first, you're crazy. But you know if you put your milk or your cereal first. Wait, Wait what? what? I mean, we're not gonna get into that right now. Milk first? We're not gonna get into that right now. Wait, what? Right? We can save what? that. We can save Wait, that. Wait, what? We can save that. 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 We can uh, even, you know, people, little kids just drawing on the sidewalk and, uh, with, with chalk. It's, it's art. Yeah. Way of expressing themselves. So. Yeah, and like I said before, that's, that's what it is for me right now. It's like, I think it's so cool to, like, have a vision in your head. Like, even anything. I think art, art extends to business. I think art, everything. Just even the way you structure your life and it's create a life Yeah. Art finesse. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way you structure your life and the way you live, it's just so cool to have a vision in your head and then, like, see it come to life. And then you know, like, you created that, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, we come from a creator, you know what I'm saying? Someone made the trees, someone made trees green, and someone made us. And, like, it's cool to know that, like, you have that ability, too, to create just, like, where you come from, the source that you come from. You have that same ability to, like, have a vision in your head and just make it come to life. And I think that's the best part about it. And it's like, yeah, like, when you make something, and it's like, yo, that's me. Like that's a, like a part, I put a part of me in in that, you know what I mean? I think that's that's the best part. Yeah, um, for me, I think um, 
when it comes to like art and self-expression um this show kind of has helped me like do that like this podcast Mm -hmm. like because for the most part like like although I'm pretty like expressive on social media and stuff like my life is so busy that I'm kind of like reserved because all my energy goes into my work but like when I come here and I talk to even talk to you guys like aside from here I feel like this is like my outlet like this is kind of like an art like I love to talk anyway I talk all day at work like I'm counseling people or you know all kinds of things so this is kind of like this is like my part like I'm normally helping everybody else but this is kind of like my release and my art so I I I feel like this um fills up you know your happy tube like you should you should do your art and sometimes it it comes from like an uncomfortable or out of left field I never thought I would do something like this like Mm -hmm sit in a podcast it's always something like I would talk about with my friends and stuff but to like sit down and be like actually like doing it and stuff yeah it's like gotten me completely out of my comfort zone and I feel like even that has helped like expressing myself outside of doing this like if I don't really like something I'll just tell somebody now like I don't really like that where as before I would just be like okay whatever like I'm just gonna go along my day type of a thing Mm. so I feel like you could find it in different ways I like that what about with yoga too and my yoga yeah most definitely which is crazy because everything comes in like super full circle like I was like in a crazy spot like when I first um started this podcast with you guys I feel like this is what my fourth or fifth episode with you guys now? Four? Yeah, I don't remember. Maybe like number four. Yeah, I want to say maybe like... Maybe number five because I missed maybe three and then this is my second one with you. So yeah, maybe, I think five. Yeah. So like yeah. five? Yeah, that's like <clears throat> okay. So like, okay, that was like roughly five weeks ago. I feel like I was in... Well, not feel like. I was in a like rough spot and um... <sighs> I started doing my yoga. I always kind of was tapped into yoga. And, like, this kind of gave me, like, that boost to, like, really get and, like, really tap into that. Like, allowing myself to give my myself more time because I found enjoyment in this. And I was like, oh, this is for me type of a thing. Not for me. Like, you know, you guys understand what I'm saying. Like, it's the yoga for me. Yeah. And then it's like... <laughs> like the yoga whatever so that helps a lot and you know just finding little things that are meant for you Mm. you know your art is not Jalen's art you know my art is not Chris's art but like our arts come together and we make something bigger yeah Yeah. so it's definitely important we're a megazord like I said before Power Ranger shit I'm the Blue Ranger. Proximo, Proximo, First Proximo. Off, we did, didn't we pick our colors last time? I'm blue. What Did you say you're blue yes. last time? Yes. I'm oh, okay. pink. Because I'm Billy. I was red. I mean, no, no, no. He was red. Proximo. He was red. I was green. I'm in a green range. Proximo. Next one. <laughs> Don't show us the paper, too, so we can guess, too, because, you know. Okay. People are figuring out the way the papers are ripped and shit. Don't look, Jay, at the hand right either. It's body counting. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> hey, if 
fucking. We know who wrote that. We know who wrote that. Is body count important? Is body count important? Fuck. This is gonna get someone in trouble. Alright, I'll start. Jalen. I know Jay wrote this for sure. Is body count important? Definitely. I think. No. I think. I think. I think Jay. I think Jay actually wrote four. And all four was the same question. Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 Is body count important? <laughs> How do you feel about body count? <laughs> nah, Wait, nah. Are because it's true? Nah, what? You that would be hilarious. No, 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 I did. Okay, I I'll, say, I'll say this about body count. I think there's a clear double standard facts. in society on body counts. Big facts. That's how I'm going to start the conversation. All right. Okay. My... <laughs> I don't care about body counts. Okay. But that's not something, I mean, th- yeah, I don't care about body counts. I'm not even going to ask about that because, honestly, when I first started dating my ex, I had asked him his body count, and that shit really turned me off from him, like, for a very long time because it was just like... What, you got, like, 60 plus? No. No. Why you bringing it up? She just said that she just didn't like it. It was just like, ugh. What's her ex? But it's like, fuck? Yeah, I mean, I still dated him anyway, so obviously <laughs> that shows, like, <laughs> I obviously don't care. But still, like, it gives my, like, it just makes your skin cringe. Like, why do you even want to know something like that? Like, nah, I just. That, sh- that shit definitely could be too high. Yeah, or, I don't know. Or if it's low, the one you gonna feel like the person is lying. Right. When it hits, like, oh, Right. Shit. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, next question. Ah, wait, 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 wait. I Wait, and then, like, for you to be thinking about it, like, you know, like, I don't want somebody that's not experienced. Because, you know. Facts. What did you say? I feel like. You know what my son said? What? He said, if you want, if you want to get a starting point, an all-state point guard that, you know what I'm saying, you're going to go get that. If you, you know what I'm saying, with a hoe, you want a girl that can, you know what I'm saying, know what she's doing, you're going to go get a hoe. That's nah, facts. Nah, I don't, I don't know. No, that's facts, though. That's facts. I'll send it in the group chat. But anyway, for me, for me, um, body count ain't important, but I do got to know your background. Um, because if you smash one of my friends, it's a no-no for me. You know, but I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's not important. I think it is important because at the same time, imagine, like, for... Like imagine your wife, right? Had like three trains run on her. That's crazy. That's wild. Trains? That's That's some nuts shit. Now we're saying it matters, right? Now it matters. That's some nuts shit. But but then then she had three bodies, right? But her only three her three bodies. Like a train. I can't remember. What are you gonna say? Is that better? Is that any better? No, it's other wrong. All right, but Chris, how about the years though? How about the years? But doesn't that show a lot about the person, the morals? But how about the year? Okay, look, look, look. So me, so me and my coworkers, me and my coworkers had this discussion at lunch one time. Yeah. He said, so he, uh, one of my coworkers is like fifty plus, and he was like, you know, I don't want no chick that, you know, in high school that been around. This and that, that you know, the smash niggas that I niggas, you know, mad niggas, and I, I go to him, I say, bro, you're fifty, you're thirty five plus years out of high school. What the, what the, what the fuck does she had to do in high school? Got to do with in twenty twenty one? You graduated in eighty seven. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck that got to do with her now, bro? You know what I'm saying? No, you dead ass, though. That's the point. Because she could have been wild in 87, that she could have been on a hiatus till Usher came back out. 2003, yeah. wild out again, tweet, and, and then been cool. Exactly. Again. So like, my my thing is, is is that's why I asked Chris. You know about the years. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she got if she got a train ran on her back in like 2012, you know what I'm saying? And then fast wow. forward. You ain't, you ain't I'm about, just saying. I'm about just, to have a train ran on you and take me to your high school reunion. Yeah. yeah. Nah. I'm, fact. I'm wondering why everybody calling you choo choo. <laughs> Calling hey, you choo-choo. Hey, choo-choo. Hey, Amtrak. <laughs> 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 All right, next question. Right, cool. Make sure you answer Alicia's face like that. Next question. Oh, my goodness. Next question. Next question. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, this about to be wild. No, that's a fun episode. Okay. You guys. Okay, let's get it. James, if another buddy count question gets pulled out, you're a kicker. <laughs> you gotta go home. Oh, shit. Oh, I can't see. Has the school system failed us? Alasia. 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 Um, in what, what way, though? Like, In what way? Yeah, in explain. Um, and then start it off. <clears throat> like, when I say has the school system failed us in the way of, like, how they kind of put us in a class and expect us to learn that way, but everybody learns so differently. And they don't give us that option of like, like, can you learn? Okay, you have like these, they don't give us the option where it's like, they make it different for everybody. Like, I feel like maybe if we did school and there was like, let's say there was like the third grade and there was like some kids were more tech savvy than others or mm-hmm. could learn this way quicker than that way. Mm-hmm. Like they don't alter it to make it fitting for everybody. And I know it could be hard in that way to make it fitting for everybody, but also they kind of just like force you to be in the system. Like it has to be like yeah. this, this, and this. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think school should change more towards a mindset of I'm going to teach you how to think but not teach you what to think. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I think, big. I think yeah, that would make big. school more productive. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like to give someone a problem and say, hey, solve this the best way you can or not, and instead of telling them, hey, this is the exact way you solve it, there's no other way. Because mm-hmm. I think that's more important. Like, this, get, get, teach people how to think. Don't tell them what, what to think. think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I would say, um, within the context of the question, like, I think it's, yes, this failed us. Uh-huh. And I would say because of the things that we were taught, like me and Chris had a conversation the other day and <clears throat> we were talking about like uh, entrepreneurship and he was talking about like, you know, get like getting like his like credit, like set up and stuff like that. And like he was saying that that, was, that wasn't anything that he learned in school. Like his dad had to tell him that. God forbid if he didn't have his dad in his life to tell him that, Christian would have had to go through God knows who to learn that. As would I have if I didn't have my pops, you feel me? So it's like, for, and I always thought in school, for us to have a whole hour of math, obviously that's important. Mm-hmm. For us to have a whole hour of social studies, I guess was important. But life skills, which was an actual class, we had a, a it was a 15 minute period. So you tell me to bake, to learn how to, um, they, what did, they, they taught us how to write out proper checks in that class. Um, a couple of other things like 
you know, with like stuff like that. I'm like, you tell me like cooking, you know, learning about different like um, like home remedies and stuff like that. All that stuff is only worth 15 minutes of our day. But me learning about some what some white guy did in 1776 is worth an hour of my day. I think that the easiest way to tell if something's failing is just look at the, the products. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if we were on a we were working for a company and uh, the same way you would test if, you know, if a book failed, you would see the binding. If all the books that you make are the binding is falling apart, you would say this process is bad. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, with, with uh, school. Just look at everyone that's producing in society. You know, society is getting worse because America used to be number one education in the world. Now that I think they dropped down to like 13th. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that keeps dropping. If certain illnesses is going up, if people aren't as healthy, if people aren't as good at critical thinkers, if people are more, if uh, focus time is going down and people are getting distracted more easier, like if all these things are changing for the worse, mm-hmm. not for, not in a better sense, then you can say, well, the system's obviously failing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if people are, more people are in debt than ever before, more, more people don't understand credit, more people don't, so clearly there's an issue. You know what I'm saying? So I think in that sense, yeah, it's failing us because I think it also sells you a false dream that if you just do this, you do exactly what they tell you throughout these years all the way to college and graduate from college, then you'll get everything you want in life. Mm-hmm. But life doesn't work like that at all. at all. You know what I'm saying? And you get hit with that like 35 where you realize that where, you know, they should have told you that from kindergarten. You know? uh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what, um, that's what I try to get, what you just said, that's what I try to get to my little brother because he has a 3.9 GPA. Mm-hmm. He's a freshman, he does great in school. And he has a mindset where it's like, School, 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 school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great mindset, but, you know, I'll be trying to remind him, like, bro, like, there's outside. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to learn more outside of school than you're doing in school. Mm-hmm. Like, in life in general. You know what I'm saying? And, I, you know, I, I try to stress to him, and you know, a lot, like, bro, like, it's good. Go ahead. Get your 3.9 GPA. Go to freaking Stanford or wherever you want to go and do that. But you have to understand that that's not the only thing about life. You're going to go through hard times. You're going to go through, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's other ways, you know, to be successful, you know? So, uh, you know, I try to shine that to Tell them listen to the podcast, bro. Can't, can't, yeah. learn, can't learn how to fail in school. Mm-hmm. You can't learn how to deal with heartbreak in school. You can't learn how to deal with grief and loss and depression. Mm-hmm. All, the, all those things it, aren't... The, the greatest teachers in life is a broken heart, a hungry stomach... And empty pockets. And empty pockets. It's the Big best facts. teachers in life. Mm-hmm. Big facts. School filters. Next question. <laughs> broken heart. You ever trying to think about broken heart? Are you just trying to think? Come on, sunshine. I hope she picks the one I wrote. The power of the pussy. What? That's Jalen. That's another Jalen. What? That's all it, I'm telling you, they're all the same questions. What? In different forms. The power of the pussy. Are we going to skip that? Want me to elaborate? Want me to elaborate on it? Want me to elaborate on it? Sure. The power of how us guys, we don't respect the power of the women. And how much that thing that they got between their legs can make a nigga go crazy. Elaborate. Elaborate. Um, in Patterson, okay. right? Majority of the killings is over what? Women. No cap. Yeah. Well, beef and beef and beef starts over women. Well, yeah. No cap. Yeah. Serious. Um, a lot of a lot of kids. I mean, I said a lot of kids. A lot of men. Um, we over here saying you know, 
F, F the B's and F, but that thing that they got between your legs can make you go crazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because, um, <laughs> my father, <laughs> my father says, he always says to me, he's like, you never felt anything. I, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say that. You never, you know, you never felt anything so warm and just so like, just, just like, what do you say? Warm, warm and just moist before ever in your life. And, you know, for a guy, for a dude to, to feel that. And then, you know, because at the end of the, because you tell the dude, dude walking with this girl, right? Another dude come up to him trying to take his girl. What are you going to do? Have issues with them. You're going to have the issues. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of dudes, they don't, you know, respect the women. And I think we got to respect the women, the power of they, the P word. But now yeah. I think I think you're putting too much power. I, no, 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 no. I think you're putting two things into one conversation. I think the power of a woman is not the same conversation as the power of what's between that. I think those are two separate conversations. You think so? Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. Because a woman's power doesn't come between. Uh, doesn't come from that. Like, woman, at, like I think the feminine qualities is what a woman's power comes from, and yeah. I think that's a lot bigger than just what's between. Because if yeah. that, I think if that was the case, then you wouldn't have any like one night stands. Yeah. Every yeah, girl yeah. would just be able to wrap every guy around their finger. Yeah, yeah, women are very empathetic. They're very But that but that's where I go into, you know, a lot of guys they have that mindset, okay, like, this is just a one night stand, but a lot of guys they fall in love with that shit. See, and, and they go crazy over that see, shit. That's why I was taking my foot, cause Yeah. Okay, go first. But I, I would say like there the power of it is more so of literally what it can do. It can produce life. Mm-hmm. It it, is, it makes niggas go crazy. Yeah, not, not, it. I mean, it, dep- it depends oh, on the person. I would so I would say it produces life. Mm-hmm. I would say that obviously, that you know it's definitely something that I don't know. Women they just every they develop faster than us. They think quicker than we are than we do. But women tend to think with their emotions rather than guys. You know, think with their physical parts. So their power is even with like, you know, they can keep it in their pants, and most niggas can't. Like, so that's I think, power right I think, there. Like. And I was going to say that why I said thought felt was two conversations because the power of a woman is the power of a woman. But the way you're phrasing the question, I don't think it's power. I think it's an issue of a man. Yeah. You feel me? So I think most men try to express their manhood through what's in their pants. And they think that the more they use that makes there them more go. of a man. There you go. So yeah. I don't think it's about the power of them. I think it's more the lack of a man. More the lack mm. of a man, in my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? What do you think, Elijah? Um, you believe you got power? Of course. Of course. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Jay? We got to cut Jay out. No, I did that earlier today. That's why he did that uh, to uh, me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so mad. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but um, I think I understand what Jay is trying to say. Like, okay. Do you believe that you, 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 you made a nigga go crazy over that? What the hell? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Do, do you believe that a nigga will kill over that? Um, nigga that... I don't want to put things in people's Yeah, I, the, you Jay, know, you got to remember, that's more so yeah. the... It's, it's the person attached to it. Like, I'm not, like, too, like, crazy. I mean, I've gotten good reviews 
But, um, you know, like, I'm not going to be like, listen, has a nigga sent you death threats over it? Has a nigga sent you death threats over it? Like, I'm going to kill you if you ever get this shit up to anybody else. All right, next question. No, for real. Nigga, that's a, you shouldn't be talking to people like Give it I up know. to anybody. First off, I don't even like when 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 dudes be talking like, "Oh yeah, this shit is mine." It does. It's not even on your fucking body. How yeah. is it yours? Yeah, it's not yours, and you're just borrowing it. To be honest. All right. Like, next question. Oh, next question. Next question. Next question. Please. No, 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 no. I feel like we should talk about this. No, <clears throat> because I feel like we. Okay. You're just a renter. What? Jay, let her. I'm sorry. I think that like. In a lot of our music, like, we talk about, like, our pussy and, like, how it's good and, you know, like, we, like that's that's what we put out there. I know the power that I possess. Like, I know as a woman, I'm a good woman. I know, like, you know, we all have our flaws. Like, I'm not a perfect woman. But, like, I don't walk with my pussy. Like, I walk with myself. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a phenomenal woman. Yeah. Okay, my Angela. Okay? You know what I'm saying? So, I don't walk with that. And that's not what I, like, I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to fuck your life up because I'm going to put this pussy on you and it's done. No. You heard I walk, what baby said. Anyway, I walk in and I'm like, I'm I'm this woman and this is who I am. And yeah. that's how I walk from that. So I, I do see some women do walk like that. Like, my pussy is my power. Some women are that's like nice. that. And that's how, you know, yeah, they get this bread and get this head and dip. But that's me, what? I don't do that, so I can't, I can't relate to this. Uh, As you should. Uh, uh, yeah. Ne- next, next one. Well, knock you out. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> I was about to go twist. Don't do it. Mm. Hey, can I get one of mine? We had this. We have one here. No, we have. Damn, I got two we of my it. shit. Yeah, you only threw four in there. <laughs> yeah, we need the lights on just. Nah, I think I think the other two is like some regular shit. Gong shit. That's looking like one of mine. Stop, we trying to guess, bro. You out here making a hot boy. I feel like that's not mine. The difference between beauty and glamorous. Yes. That's you. That was the last one you put in there. Yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about because she was over here talking nonsense. Wow, that's a great one. No. That's all. I was not talking lay, nonsense, yo. Lay. I was not talking nonsense, but you ain't even explaining. I understand what I'm no, saying. No, explain, explain it a little bit. Chris, Chris sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with okay. no makeup on. That's what. So beauty, beauty. I think beauty is God given. Like the beauty you're born with is like God given. Like you can't change that. But glamour is what. Is what society has now said is like what the stereotypical girl look like. Like hair done, lashes done, eyebrows done. The big like, booty. That's all glamour. But like your God-given beauty has absolutely nothing to do that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of women, even they could be beautiful, like their own just natural beauty. Like they don't, they don't have to do anything. Yeah. They're just beautiful people. Yeah. But then like if they're if they don't look glamorous, they like feel less, or they feel like insignificant, yeah. exactly. or they don't feel like. These wow. be- and I think you really. I think as a society, we need to separate the difference between being beautiful and just being glamorous. Cause like, you can be ugly, but have your eyebrows done, hairs done, nails done, perfect, nice tight outfit, crop top. Like you could do all that, and you're glamorous, but that's not God's given beauty. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So I think we should separate I, the two. I got. Um, I don't even want to talk about this girl. 
But I'm gonna talk about it. Don't say the name. Don't I'm not gonna say the name. I'm not gonna say the name. But past my recent last whoever situation. Um, nigga looked in the camera. We <laughs> <laughs> had to let the people know how he's feeling. No, no, but for real, no, 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 but for real. I'm glad. I'm I'm happy you brought this shit up. But she she's very very just regular, beautiful. But she, I think, I think that she was just caught up on being glamorous. And I, you know, I always tell her, I always tell her, I'm like, yo, like, you ain't gotta do too much. You ain't gotta do too much. Just go out, you know what I'm saying? Do, do what you gotta do to your little face or whatever, you know? Don't put on no fucking foundation or whatever, have your shit all macked up and shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Go, just be your, be yourself. Like, you're beautiful. Like, I... I always tell her, I'm like, yo, I I really love it when you wake up. That's like that's that's really that's, that's I, I really love it when you wake up because I could beautiful. dead ass just look at you. I can't smell your breath, but I could look at you. No, <laughs> 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 nah, no funny shit. No, nah, I could dead ass look at you all day when you wake up. And she used to hate when I say that because she's like, oh, you don't you don't like me when I when I you know try to step out. I'm like, no, I do. You know, I do like you when you step out, but. I like you. I even I love you when you. You know what I'm saying? When you just yourself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when you, like literally when you wake up. When she woke. When she woke up, she's literally. I think I the the most beautiful girl in the world. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I I think I find like I like what Chris was saying earlier. Um, like I I do like. You know, like the the natural yeah. beauty. Like I do understand the fact because if a girl told me, I think you sexy when you don't get a shape up for six months, I'm like, well, I can't even help you because I don't get a fucking shape up. Like I know what you're talking about. I didn't I didn't cut my hair for like the last what two months or whatever, but three months. But like it's it's your opinion because it depends on like I'm not getting a haircut for anybody. I'm getting a haircut for myself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So if she wants to do her makeup for herself, she can. Mm-hmm. But I do like to stress the fact that, like, when you are in your natural state, that I think you're beautiful as well. Mm-hmm. And, like, like it's, it's, it's in the eye of the beholder. So, it's, like, for you to accent the, thing, uh, to accent the things that you already have, mm-hmm. um, and that's why it's called makeup, you know, because it's, like, filling a small, you know, imperfection. Yeah. But I think what we're forgetting is that, like, since it's makeup and it's supposed to fill in imperfections, once you see that final product, you know, where they're completely done... You should you as a person shouldn't compare yourself to that form mm-hmm. and say like oh I don't feel I don't feel good right now because of whatever. That's what I hated about her. That's why. So it's like you know it's like, you know, it's like I like I said I went to high school I went to high school some girls where <clears throat> they be in sweatpants but on oh, bummy today but they have a full face of makeup and it's like if you're felt bummy today why don't you just come to like I'm not coming outside that I look crazy like how does that look yeah, crazy your natural what, self that's but, the and I think I, and I think. That itself is hiding beauty. It's like if a woman has freckles and she like doesn't want to show her freckles and puts makeup on, it's like, I feel like that's you hiding God's beauty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you were, you were made that way for a reason. You feel me? Like, even when people feel like they, like there's something, you ever met someone like there's nothing wrong with their nose, but they feel like they need to get a nose draw. But like, mm-hmm. so I've seen people on Twitter, like they have perfect teeth, but they go give veneers. It's like, fucking weird. You're hiding. Like, what are you trying to hide? Like, that's God's giving beauty. Like, bro, you should like live that. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not saying that you should never dress up. You should never get your eyebrows on. That's not what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean that we should know the difference. Embrace and both should, sides. Yeah, and we should stop telling people they aren't, they aren't, like, 
I know, like, in some coaches, like, oh, if that girl doesn't wear makeup, she's lazy. Like, to me, that's nonsense. Like, yeah. what does that even mean? You know, yeah. what do you think, Kalia? Um, Actually, it's very interesting that you guys are like this because um, my ex, he would, <coughs> like, be like, when my hair was natural, he'd be like, so when are you going to get your hair done? Or, like, when I didn't have, like, this, how I look right now, y'all, is how I look all the time, every day, all day all of the time and he would be like are you gonna dress up like none of my exes look like this like you gonna put on makeup like what is going on and i'd be like nigga come on like i think i'm fucking cute like this can i say something i gotta go out yeah fuck him (laughs) (laughs) no but like period yeah that's that's it was was really like that so you gonna um, put on makeup nigga people like y'all are y'all understand because you know, you guys, I don't know, maybe some men are raised different than others, mm-hmm. which is true, um, and they just see things differently, but some men like that. Some men, even, like, I notice a lot in the Spanish culture, like, the men want their woman to look a certain way all of the time, like, make sure you have your hair done, make sure you have your makeup on, make sure you have a nice outfit on. Yeah. Like, nigga, I'm not looking good for you. I refuse. Like, yeah. I work hard. I'm, like, and I feel like this is a actually a topic that I, I low-key want to go into, and I, I feel like I want to do it with, like, a couple of my girlfriends, too. Same. Yeah, like a modern-day woman. Yeah. Like, because we're such modern-day women. Like, we work, like, <laughs> jobs, like, we yeah. can't. We don't have time for that shit. Yeah. Like, I was, and I, no I, shitty girl. I got that from. No, I got that from not. Dick Gregory. I was watching his interview with the Breakfast Club. He was telling her name's Angela Yee, right? Mm-hmm. He was telling her like, "Yo, you're you're a beautiful girl." And he wasn't. He, and he said when he said this, he said this in the most like, you know, he's eighty five, so he didn't mean it like this. Mm-hmm. He was trying to explain to her like God has given beauty. He goes, "What you ought to do, it's like just to build self image and understanding." He goes, "He goes, you should get naked, stand in front of a mirror." And just tell yourself you're beautiful and thank God. Because, like, that you naked and you in front of me and you get to see yourself and be happy about everything you see, mm-hmm. that's a creation. You were cre- That's how you were created. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we cover up with clothes and we cover up with makeup and we cover up with all these things. It's like, well, that's just you. At the, it's okay to do that. It's right. okay to get flies. It's okay to get okay. your eyebrows of done. Course. But know that there's a difference between being glamorous and your natural God-given beauty. They're mm-hmm. two different yeah. things. You have to accept both. I'm yeah. telling you, you walk around the crib with a bun, great leggings, you feel me, nice little crop top, it's the same love you go get from me as if you kicked in the door you had on some stilettos in a Victoria's Secret oh, set. My. I ain't gonna cap. And I ain't gonna lie, and I ain't gonna lie, a lot of women stop going <laughs> to Instagram to get validation how beautiful they are. Mm-hmm. For real, for real, because I see it. It's Instagram and Twitter. <clears throat> stop going to these social sites to get validation. On but if, if you, the thing we said last time, if you want women to stop doing that, you gotta stop liking the pictures. Yep. Unfollow Cash Doll. Unfollow Dream Doll. Unfollow all of them. And stop liking all the things. Damn, how you know unfollow both of them? Because I know your vibes, bro. I know your vibes, bro. I just like the look. Those bro, are just, no, you can't, you can't be a hypocrite. Bro, you, okay, you, okay, you, okay, notice, okay. you know the celebrity females that I follow, bro? Hmm. Janae. Janae Ego? Ari Lennox. Go check who I follow. I, I follow Ari Lennox, too. Jo- Georgia Smith. I follow her. Great music. Her. Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. Ooh, bro, I all of them are fire, bro. None of them got, got a, a lick of surgery, bro. All of them are fire. God's natural. All of them got got, got things that, are, that accent them. They got things that, I guess, society said they could. Oh, she can have a bigger butt. She can have this. But fuck all that. 
Uh, next, next, uh, next caller. I'm about to unfollow all of them right now. <laughs> no, you're not. You're I'm dead serious. Huh? Okay. Yeah, 140. 15 more minutes. And then, what if, I feel like, whatever we don't finish today, we could definitely do it. Next yeah. Week. We do part two. I'm liking this. Part two. Part. Do you want Dose. kids? Jay? That's no, me. that's not me. Solid that's me. Do you want kids? I want five. That that's all it says is do you want kids? Yeah. Alright, yeah, that's one of my questions. Fucking of, so of, of all the questions. So that was bland, one of, bro. That was one of my filler questions. I got way more I got Do heat. you want do you want kids? I got heat in there. I want five kids. Um You want a basketball team? Basically. You want to start with you? Five. Five. I, got, I, got, I got a real reason. You guys know me, so I you okay. know, you know I got a reason. Say. So in my family, I'm the last Lopez. Like I'm the last young one with the last name Lopez. So if I was to have no boys, there'd be just, it would end. There'd be my, my grandpa's Lopez wouldn't continue. Mm-hmm. So I want my grandpa's name to continue. So I want to have Lopez's, but I want to have boys. Five? five cause you, yeah, just in case. Wow. Yeah, just because like, bro, if I would, say, say, say only have one boy, then the chances again of it stopping with that one boy, now the pressure's on him. Yeah. But if I have five of them, at least... Some of them is gonna have some oh, boys. Gonna, you know, they're gonna have a couple boys and girls in here and there. If I have five girls, if God wants to play a joke on me, and I have five girls, I'm gonna have to talk to them. You gotta do like you know how Spanish would do like got it, got a Lopez. They don't yeah. just you know they gotta keep the Lopez in there somewhere and pass that on. So. Please for me, but for favor. my favorite. Yeah, y'all wanna go to me? Yeah. Um, I do want. I definitely do want kids. I definitely do want the kids. But there's a for me, there's a limit. Um, because I'm scared that I'm going to have all girls and I don't want that. Um, only because that I know I'm going to be a sucker for, you know, for my, for my, for my daughters and they're going to get whatever they want. They can do whatever they, whatever they want. Um, just how like my niece is. So like. Now it's going to be different when you're a parent for a fact. You sure? Yeah. It's going to be different. But like, I don't know, I don't know if like for me, I just want perfect, if you, if. I give y'all my perfect scenario. If I got two boys and a girl, I'm good. Three, I'm good. But two boys just to protect their little sister. I, I would say, for me, two to three, preferably two. And if I can, if I do have a girl, I would prefer my daughter to be the last. To no, to be first. Because if I if, think 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 about this concept, girls, girls. Accelerate and mature at a faster rate than men, right? <clears throat> if my son has an older sister, he's for a fact he's gonna be smarter than the rest of the boys around him. Mm. She's gonna tell him things like, "Listen, don't treat that girl like this," or you know, pass on whatever information that he needs. And 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 I'm not gonna. I've been in situations where I have to call my older brothers to like come get me at like twelve o'clock at night, and I feel like an older sister would probably be like, "All right, I'll come get you." Like dumbass, Before. you have a little brother. You know. Hell yeah. My little brother has gotten suspended from school, and I haven't told my mother. Well, if she listens to this, sorry. Well, um, damn. But yeah. Snitching. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a cult. Like, I doubt they're going to go to school, back to school anytime soon. But yeah, yeah like. But how you got he, suspended? She don't know. Because he just doesn't call me. I guess yeah. yeah. my dad never found out. Yeah, I'm on his. Uh, Chris has an older sister. I'm pretty sure. No, it wasn't Kiki. No, no, I'm just saying, oh, though. Like, yeah. you have an older sister. I'm pretty wait, sure. Wait, wait, wait. How did you, you get say suspended have an older sister and your parents didn't find out? Because they don't what? call your parents. They call you. So, like this is what happened. Well, they At the me. time, I got spent from school, and I had a boy who was older than me. So, he picked up the phone and told the vice principal that he was my big brother. 
and they believed it. And I, my dad never found out. And the next day, I just told my dad I didn't feel like going to school. And I was like, I don't feel I just, it was like the last thing. I, was like, I just want to stay home. And he just let me stay home for one day. And so you only got suspended for one day? Yeah. See, niggas used to do that. The high school picked up on that. When you got suspended, you got to come back with a sign and shit. Oh, or, or, or your parents had to drop you off in the office. I'm oh, like, they're fine. I would sign my little brother's shit for him, though. I'm definitely like a ride or die. Anytime I, I, he calls I, me. I learned how to forge signature. Yeah, I learned how to forge and I got my shit split. I ain't gonna lie. Facts. Yeah. Um, I don't want kids. I think I know that. But... You, don't, you don't want kids? Yeah. Mass, why? Because I asked, someone else told me this. And I asked them why, you know how I am. We yeah, dug deep into it and we found out that they were actually just scared of the responsibility of having kids. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Oh, I, that's... I, I don't know. I feel like we talked about this low key on the phone the other day. But I don't like. Um, I don't like that feeling of um Oh we like we, we said yeah. if I have one of those things. <laughs> yeah, if I have one of those things. <laughs> yeah, I don't like I feel like that's so much responsibility and it gives me like anxiety even thinking about it. Like, oh my god, you gotta go home to somebody and you gotta like feed it and take care of it. And like <laughs> Yo, feed it? If as as a mother, it's like that's your nope. responsibility. If the father leaves, the father leaves. Then you really, like, that really just falls on you. Yeah, that's mother's babies, father's babies. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, I can't, you know, if I was to put myself out there, like, I can't one day be like, fuck this shit. I don't want to do it no more. And just, like, return it or something. So like, you're going to have, like, 20 dogs living with you? No, maybe one or two. That's it. And I'll have your kids. Next question. I'm going to have five, so you're going to need a babysitter. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have She's going to need an assistant Dia. coach. Auntie. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie. You know what I'm saying, bro? Dia, you know, just call me up. I take all my kids out, you know, just be traveling. Yeah, my With aunt's them. like that, Auntie Charlene. You know, we all, every, for Mother's Day, we get her stuff. So we have, we, we have, we have kids. I love you, Auntie, if you're listening. Period. Come on. Otra Kira. I'm sorry. I don't even know what that means. Relax. Oh. Basically, bitch ass nigga. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Ten billion or go back to eleven year old without the knowledge you have. Asante. Uh, definitely Asante. Me. Fucking hypothetical. Ten billion dollars. Ten billion dollars right now or uh, go back to age eleven with the knowledge that you have right now. Go back to age. Wait, ten billion? Oh. Billion. Oh, ten billion. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Ten billion. Ten, ten billion. billion. Ten billion. Easy. Ten billion. Easy. Even though. I want to think about what you could finesse life. I want to finesse life crazy. Facts, facts, facts. 11 but, years facts. old, that's like a, re- a big reset. Yeah. I would Bro, be so, like, I would be in my glory if I knew what I knew now when I was 11. The, yeah, the, the life I want, I wanted to live. First off, I'm, ho- I'm, wholesale, I'm, I'm like, Mike, you order me some wholesale candy? I'm going to school trapping that shit. I would be, boom, oh, boom, boom, boom. Start my clothing. What? Boom, boom, boom. Bro, what? I mean, I'm going to be rich. I, I would have I, I been going Fuck so hard at football. Like, I'll be playing, I would have been playing at wherever college I wanted to, probably Stanford, because my grandfather wanted me to go to Stanford, if I was smart enough, though. But, um, yeah. Um, if yeah. your grades are good enough, you are. My grades but 10 are billion? Enough. 10 in billion cash, right cash. now? Yes. Not net worth, cash. Yeah, cash. 10 oh, billion right now? Right. I'm taking that shit. But paying off all my debt. What in I cash, not net worth. People got, people, there's billionaires with net worth. I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, he yeah. said 10 billion cash. Right here. Like, Damn, also, maybe I should have said 10 million. Yeah, 10, yeah. 10 billion is 10 crazy. 10 billion is an in, unlimited amount in of money. In cash, bro? That's, that's unlimited. That's nuts. That's like this. That's filling up this whole room. It. Yeah, this is this room. Like, that's, like, people got billionaire network. That's cool. Your network oh, is 10 shit. billion. People don't got 10 billion sitting in their bank account. 10 billion. 
billion. Yes, I'm going. I'm going with the ten billion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> definitely yeah, ten billion. Yeah, I'm gonna probably go with the ten, 10 billion. billion. Definitely that's, ten billion. That's a little bit. That's like one of those questions on Twitter when they're like, "We try. We rather the ten million now. The book teacher try to make ten million. The book goes shit to ten million. Stupid." <laughs> <That's what laughs> All right, let's do. Let's do like two more. Two more. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Why is there a lack of trust in society? Did we talk about this? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay. that. Excuse me. That, that was yours? Yeah. yeah, that was mine. I didn't think we were going to talk about it. I mean, that was dope, though. We got yeah, into we, it. Yeah, we did. We got into okay. it. I didn't think we were going to talk about it. That shit was fire. That was fire. Okay, here we go. You watch these shits with red. No. That's the color, bro. Why? They look red? That's just the color. That's just the color. It's like oh, lavender. I thought, I thought they, was, they was gray. She no, watched them shits with, like, Chris shirt. Biggest regret. Ooh, that's me. <sighs> Why, bro? We're supposed to guess. You, are you not aware of that? Keep, I'm sorry. You're not. You keep. Talking. I, I'm ruining it. Yeah. I know. Every time. <laughs> Every time I'm ruining it. I'm sorry. Uh, biggest regret. Who want to kick it off? You. I start off with my question. Yeah. Okay. I, I would. Oh. S- I would say my biggest regret in life would be not. Not really, not realizing how important it is to educate yourself sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I think now I'm a, I'm a pretty learned person. Uh, even now, you know, I'm starting to get more and more into it. But like when I was younger, I thought you know it was cool to just be the funny guy, you know, just to be, you know, you know the guy that everybody could come to and it could you be chill and like. But all that stuff is not really important, you know. Yeah. It's really important to you know lean in on who you are. And uh, like the things that should, the information that you're putting yeah. uh, in your body, and uh, a lot of things that my dad taught me when I was younger, I I, I retained it because I was forced to, but I think if I would if I would have, you know, naturally took uh, heed to like all the things that he was telling telling me, that I would have um, been invested in a lot of different things like at a younger age. So that would be sad. I'll say one of my one of my biggest regrets, yeah. but it's not something that's too late to change. So. Yeah, I think my biggest regret is too much with uh like experimental like substances i, I don't think that was the, the, i wish i didn't do that like uh like just drinking and like you know drugs and things like that i wish in like high school i never did that so i feel like i got pretty for, for, uh, far in life but like i could have done better in like that high school days if i would have realized like hey if you want to be good at football you probably shouldn't be doing all these crazy stuff on the weekends or like after practice and stuff like that mm-hmm. which they got forward and knew that before i would have been further than i am now so I don't know if I have any like biggest regrets. I feel like everything I I've went through, I've learned so much from, mm-hmm. and I kind of like I do um, like when I think about past things, it maybe gives me like a little anxiety, mm-hmm. and I guess that's like regret. But I don't feel like I dwell on it or anything. Like it, it is what it is, and like I feel like I also. I go through like little stupid things in your life, like dating a guy, and you're like, "Damn, I probably shouldn't have done that." And like little, little, lessons. I guess regrets, mm-hmm. I would say. But even those, I'm like, "All right, like I learned my lesson. I wouldn't do that next time." Mm-hmm. Type of a thing. So I kind of not try to hold on to. Yeah, that's a, that's a good like point. That. Like, it's almost to the point. Like you're right. Like you, it's hard to regret something because like the lessons you get from them are more valuable. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, so I, I feel that. Like, yeah. it's, it is tough to it. Like. Yeah, you wish you never did some things, yeah, but like, if course. you never did them, then you wouldn't have the lessons you got exactly. from them. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a bad badass bitch, bad attitude now. Been through a lot. It's like it's whatever. Me, my biggest regret. Just gonna sound cliche, but um, not taking football as seriously. I should have been. I should have. Um, because now my mom, she always says, Jay, you was better than him in high school. You was better than him in high school. Um, you know, and me not actually like buying into the the game mm-hmm. and just me just letting my talent take me to where I went. Um, you know, if I bought into it, niggas would probably be in the league right now. Definitely. So, um, yeah. So definitely, you know, that's my bit. That's definitely my biggest regret because football was definitely my, a, my so love. I have a question because I feel like with a lot of things I was doing when I was younger, mm-hmm. it kind of made me fail at my first goal. Mm-hmm. But because of that, I work way harder than everything else I do because I know what it looks like. I know how to. I know how to not fail because yeah. I know how to fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, do you feel like now, like with things that you do now, you put that much more emphasis in it because you know because. You failed your first goal because it was a yeah. lack of yeah. buy-in. So now everything you do is like, I'm a buy-in because I know yeah. that's I'm what just, made me fail. In, in all honesty, I'm still like trying to learn because I'm like, I'm like at a point and really right now at the age of 25, like, of course, you know, I got, I got stuff going on, but I'm still really trying to figure out what I really want to do because now I'm like, all right, yeah, I got the record label. I got the podcast. But now like, do I tap into coaching now and give back and give back my knowledge to the game? Because mm-hmm. me sitting out, I've gained crazy knowledge about the game now. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, now it's like, okay, do I tap into coaching? And then, you know, because I can't, I can't complain about, you know, having anything, you know, having a lot on my plate when my goal is to eat. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's... Have, have I like head, that. Have you used to have the words of crown? Yeah. Brother? So it's like, you know, I'm really, you know, like like you said, Chris, I have to just just go 100% at anything I do. You know what I'm saying? What's stopping you from coaching? Um, going back to school. <laughs> you feel like school to coach? Yeah, yeah you got to get your AA, yeah. you know, in order to get paid. How long is the, like, that's not like school school, right? No, I mean, you got to you gotta go back to college. But how long? Um, well, for me, I got to get um at least, what? 15 credits? That's some bullshit. Yeah. Lack of a better word. La- last know. one. Because, like, not my fault. I don't want to get into that, bro. That's the same shit. Like, yeah. there's no reason. There's no reason to be a football coach that you need to go to school. Just coach football and, and be good with kids. We need to go to college for and get it. Never mind. Yeah. Like, right, we keep going. <laughs> no, that's right, though. That's last, one. Fact. That's last one. Last one. Last one. I think it's interesting. But that's high school, though. Going to, going to school, go coach high school to get paid for I, it. I think only it's because, like, a lot of those teachers, like, actually teach in the school. I mean, a lot of those coaches yeah, actually teach, teach in the school. And I'm not trying to teach so that, that, that standard. Fake friends! Ooh. 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 Fake friends? Who Fake wrote? friends. Chris? Oh, it might have been Chris. I it looks that. like Chris's right, handwriting. So kick us off, CeeLo. Fake friends. And this goes back to the kind of thing about human nature I said before. So I posted something this week on Instagram, right? And it was like, watch the friends who, uh, like, try to, like, every time you bring something up, try to, like, say they're joking around, but they try to bring you down, but, like, they bring you down, it's like, oh, it's just a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. Watch those friends, because those are the ones who are actually jealous of you. And, like, just watch people around you in general who, they, they try to pose that. I've read it in 48 Laws of Power, too, like, 
watch the people who are close to you or like who they they come off as your friend but like every time you're interacting or talking with them they're like see, they're bringing you down like they drain energy from you they're always bringing you down and watch those people because they aren't really your friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know or watch people who try to get close to you because they see you're doing good and they want to just like come up with you because mm-hmm. they see what you're doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so my thing is watch fake friends because like Obviously, I don't, I'm, I'm one of those people who I don't believe it's right to call people as being a fake friend. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, how DMX said, trust them to be them. Trust them to be them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how do you guys deal with it? Like, fake friends? Do you have, are you guys aware of people who are in your circle who are fake? Like, um, I'll go first. Um, with me, to be honest, in all honesty, in all honesty, um, I let my mother see. Because she could, she, she pointed out a lot of fakeness, you know, in in my life. And I'm like, Mom, you don't know what you're talking about. But, you know, sometime later it shows. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, and the friends I have now, like my actual friends that I have now, I know they're going to be in my life for the long run. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. Um, because I've, I've a lot of, a lot of my friends that I thought I had, you know, they were, like you said, Chris, brought me down. Like, I'm trying to, you know, talk to him. He brought me down. I'm like, damn, my nigga, you're supposed to uplift me. Or, you know, yeah. tell me how it is, but then uplift me. Yep, yep, you know what yep. I'm saying? So, like, yeah, like, you know, on in all honesty, I really let my mother, you know, tell, I mean, like, let me know, like, oh, Jay, he not for you. Oh, Jay, like, is she, you know, he or she, whatever, you know, like, nah, that's, he not for you. Hmm. So, yeah, that's me. Um, me, I'm a very open, honest, and transparent person when it comes to like my friendships. Uh, you can tell me anything, even if it does hurt my feelings. I feel like you should always be able to express yourself when it comes to me. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as being fake, I don't. I don't feel like. I give people a reason to do something like that. So when they start behaving in that way, I just did it. Like done. You now it's over. I don't we don't need to talk about anything because you knew exactly what you were doing. And I gave you this leeway to give to open communication. I give everybody open communication when I'm friends with you. I make sure everybody's comfortable around me. If I ever make y'all feel uncomfortable, always let me know. Like, I like constructive criticism. I like things that are honest. Like, be transparent with me because I'm going to always tell you, like, bro, you fucked up. Or, girl, you fucked up. Like, you shouldn't have done that. Or just my opinion on things. So when it comes to things like that, a fake friend, like, once you give me that vibe, like, like, why'd you just lie about that petty shit? Or why'd you just do that little thing? Like, w- that little thing could easily be turned into a big thing. And that's why I don't do things. Like, like that's why I watch people's behaviors. I don't talk a lot because I'm always watching what's going on. Like, if I see you doing some funny stuff, done. It's over. I don't really talk about it. You good. You go about your life, I'll go about mine. Uh, me, I think I, I weeded pretty much all that out <laughs> already. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I said, like I me, mean, like Jalen said, everybody that I have in my life now are friends for the long run. Um, 
And I think that I do a pretty good job in meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And like when I meet new people, I can pretty, I'm a pretty good judge of character because I'm going to be the same person that I am to everybody else. Mm-hmm. So it's really up to you to mess up or it's really up, up to you to decide how our relationship is going to go. Mm-hmm. So um, I, don't, I don't think I run into too many people that like, you know, try to do like wrong by me because they don't people don't really get the opportunity to. Because I can pretty much establish, like, all right, like how this person is, is going to be in my life, you know. So, okay. um, but yeah, definitely, like, like Chris said, if you have people in your life, like I, I told this story before. Like I had a friend that when I signed my scholarship, because I was getting recruited by Division One schools, I ended up signing to a Division Two school, but it was still a full scholarship nonetheless. He was like, "Oh, you should have went D one," and instead of telling me congratulations and. That was a that was a long (laughs) suck my balls. (laughs) That was a long string of things that I just you know saw in his actions that you know caused me to you know no no longer be friends with him. But it's just tell me who that is off air too. I got you. But yeah, it's it's just it's it's little things like that, man. You gotta gotta definitely check the people around you and just make sure that you know the people around you is actually for you. Yeah. (laughs) But this has been another installment. Another episode of the Demigod Chronicles. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Whether you stop listening after five seconds, whether you made it to this point, we appreciate you for even giving us a chance. Um, today was a really, really dope episode. I, I'm pre- pretty sure we're going to part two this next week. I, thought this I, was think, yeah, I, think, I think we should. We're going to part two of the topics next week. Uh, we still have a bunch more in the hat, right? Yeah. So I got a bunch more in the hat, and uh, if we think of anything cool this week, we'll just throw it in there. Yeah, I'm going to throw some some wild shit in there. <laughs> and we can finish it off uh, next off. week. Uh, follow everybody on their respective social medias, um, at cb.lopez, at Mr. J-A-Y Wheeler, and Alicia all socials right now, but at Placid Place underscore, and at Alicia Ashley on all social platforms. She get and at Mastered Studios uh underscore in between the master of the studio studio spelled with a v and at underscore underscore demigod underscore and go get your information from uh com. follow sean underscore sj1 follow greenhouse pod follow sedulous on sundays qtb everybody um like i said we appreciate everybody for all the continuous love and support we are growing at a rate that, you know, we definitely weren't expecting to be growing at. Um, a lot of new people tuning in. A lot of pe- new people following the page. I see, you know, people who are following the page that none of us follow. So that means that you guys are referring it to, you know, people. And that some people just find it on their own. So uh, for, you know, this will come out tomorrow on my birthday. For, so for my birthday, I will ask that everybody just continue to do exactly what you're doing. Continue to help us grow. And we're going to grow with you. And we're going to keep pushing, like Alicia Shirt said. This is not, not a podcast. It's an experience. We are building a family. We're building a platform. Um, we got some new... I will have a new segment coming this week um, featuring myself, uh, Mills, uh, my boy uh, Robert, a.k.a. Boog, and my other boy Ant. Um, we got some, some dope stuff coming to the page. That will be an Instagram TV segment. Uh, Christian is dropping... Um, uh, well, I believe one of your one of your yeah. full interviews is dropping April sixteenth with uh Kyrie. His last name Hughes, right? Hughes. Kyrie Hughes. Um, Alasia will be dropping her full interview on the page, and my boy Chris. I mean, my boy Jay. Sorry. You know, we might, we might, we might make a special uh a special surprise this week. 
Oh yeah? We might, mm-hmm. might have a special surprise. Ooh. A Jay, special surprise. Jay is finalizing From this Jay. segment. We might, we might have and a special surprise this week. Just off. Off the, off the strength. So yeah, uh, like I said, this is this is not just a, a podcast. It's a platform. Uh, we are all going to be doing things to showcase our individual talents and building our personal brands as well as building the DGC brand because this is not just about me. It's not just about Chris. It's about everybody. And we want everybody to flourish. We want everybody to, you know, have their respective uh, platforms where, you know, people can come and get content from everyone and just be a nice, you know, potpourri of different people, different emotions and different, different topics. So that's that is our, our vision. That is our goal. Um, we are knocking our goals down one by one um, as we're setting them. And like I said, we appreciate you guys uh, continue to be great. Chris hit these people in Spanish. Gracias para todo. What he just said, DGC, Jay hit him with a grrr. I'm going to hit him with a slap. Slap! And we... Bow! Boop, boop! We out of the head, mate.